Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. We are joined by man Z What's happening? Happy uh, Happy Friday, everybody. You see you muted, buddy. Of course, I'm not. I think you're muted. It says I'm not muted. I'm going to need somebody in the chat to holla at your boy. What's the yes, problem? Yes, sir. That's my guy Z Bot in the house. You got Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. My guy, Z-Bot, is here with me, Mr. Fashion Easter from Rochester. Yes, sir. If you guys aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, we had a beautiful clip by my guy Z-Bot this week. And he came in and killed the game. He had telling you what, man. Rico, when there's breaking news, I'm on the case. I am on the case. Okay? That was groundbreaking, earth-shattering news. I don't know. We're, I'm, 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 I'm tossing names back and forth. I haven't, I haven't decided yet. But I really, I really like Chet. Chet. I like Chet. Chet's good. <laughs> I like Mitch. Tom. <laughs> you know, back to you, Tom. Back to you, Mitch. Back to you, back Tom. To you, Tom. Yeah, I, like I like it. I like it a lot. Tommy a lot. boy. Tommy boy. Everybody reporting as always. We got, we got a big, a big show, show tonight. tonight. Uh, uh, I think we I got think some, we got some topics, topics that shock uh, uh, some, some people. Some topics that I think people will kind of, kind of. Gravitate to it. I sure as hell hope so. I think so. I think they will. Um, so, so here's the folks. Here's the folks. Here's the, folks. Here's the, AFC, the AFC is loaded. loaded. The AFC is loaded. Uh, you name a team in the AFC, they're going to be probably problem at some point. So, okay. So, so what's going on here? Are you, um, what you, you, you using a tele, a telegram over there? What do you got going on? You, you, uh, I don't know what somebody snipped the wires on your mic. My man, Rev. Yo, what's happening? Your mic on? Yeah, it's on. I don't think it is. I think I think your computer speakers are picking up, fellas. It's Friday. I mean, uh, friends, friends, and 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 uh, Bills fans alike in the comments. It's been a it's been a rough go here tonight, Rev. My man, Rico. I'm pretty sure um, his studio uh, was. Attacked by ghosts because oh, uh, bad, everything he bad. said would be repeated about nine to ten times, um, and now with you, I'm 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 hearing that uh, is it doing the same it, thing. It same ain't thing? sounded. All right, I'm no, out. We're gonna get red back in. Yo yo yo! All right, let me know what happens. You, you get, you get up. Let's see if we are we 
Are we reverb? No, that's it. <laughs> that's oh, it. Mother ever problem is he got the whole time. Hold on, let me try something. Unbelievable. Right. Of course, of course. <laughs> yo, there's no way it can be us, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Come on, man. I was like, yo, I changed locations, but I'm like, man, come on. I'm dumb double checking. <laughs> For real, right? So, uh, no echo. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Bobby's like, Bobby's like, yo. It's not both y'all. It's fucking Zibai. Yo, get Zibai's get Zibai's ass out of here. Hey, DJ hey, Zibai. Uh, my man, uh, hey, Stephen, uh, Stephen Printup. He said he said uh, talking to Zibai. He said his headphones are on, but the sound is coming from his computer and going into the mic. So it could be. It could be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Zibai thought he was the only one that's running shit. Boy, you better fix the shit. <laughs> but anyway, this is a brand new laptop. At it again. Let's get this thing part. Let's get this part started. So, uh, yo, Rev, what's good, fam? What's happening, baby? Man, I'm glad I'm to be back. There's one thing that I wanted to do because last week you 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 outdid me because you were sipping on the vino. Um, there you go. So sometimes juice. when I get that when I get that liquor in my system, sometimes I might turn into rated R Rico. I'm not trying to be rated R Rico <laughs> uh, at all because we had some fun topics today. Yeah, no doubt. And I put something out for you guys for you guys to ponder on, and I I hope you did your homework on our topics for the night. And our topics for the night was who is the biggest freaking threat to these bills? Yeah, the man. A- We know the AFC, and this, it's coming from the AFC first and foremost, because if we don't get our act together, we're done. We're done ski. You know what I'm saying? That's some people talk like that. We're done ski. I hear it again. Dude, I hear Whoa. it again. Yeah. Now wow. I'm bad. Yo, I sound like I'm in, uh, I sound like I'm on Mount Everest. <laughs> Yo. I sound like I just bit into a York peppermint patty. Time, I'll be right back again. I'll try something you got it, buddy. So <laughs> as, as my man Z-Bot is doing his thing, um, we got we got things to talk about. Now, before we get into the biggest threat, there's news out coming outside of New Jersey. I'm not mm. sure if you heard the news, but there's news coming out of New Jersey that Darius Tony is on the block. Oh, so the block is hot with Kadarius Tony. And well, the skill sets Kadarius Tony brings is to get in and out of breaks can go in the slot he can kick and punt return something yeah. that we don't have well i can't say we don't have it he's going to be comp- he would compete for it when it comes to that return game because we're not sure what we have in stevenson we're not let's keep it real mm-hmm. we're not sure what we have in our guys mckenzie so it's going to be open to find right. out who's going on somebody said who Yo, guys, if you guys don't know who Kadarius Tony oh, is, is the receiver coming out of the New York Giants, right? And and it's it's puzzling to me. They just got him, what, two years ago, a year ago? Something yeah, like I that? think a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, and yeah. they're already ready to move on from him. I, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, so me neither. It, I'm wondering that there, there's some character issues. There's things that he's not buying into. But who blames Kadarius Tony when you had a coach like Joe Judge that was Terrible. super military like yeah. trying to be trying to you know what I mean like put a put a square peg into a, a circle like fam just be cool do what you got to do don't try to flip things around and that's exactly what he was doing with these giants and it turns out that's what the, i mean the, the team was what it looked like trash some garbage so maybe yeah. this didn't work out so character issues um it seems to be the challenge right now Zbot just has to say something to us and then we can get what? back on Oh my god! As soon as I spoke, some oh, it's still bad. Are you there? Unbelievable! No, hold on, hold on. We, we, we don't hear anything. <laughs> no, we don't hear anything at all. No, we, I hear you, but I don't hear echo. It's, it's the it's the crowd that's gonna have to tell us what they hear. 
And if they give us a thumbs up, that Z-Bot, Rev, spoke some, drag, some drag racer just took off. So you, I thought that was a name, it was a car. So Cardero's Tony is on the block and available. Everybody's good. Let's fucking roll, man. I, I don't want to cuss, but you're right. here now. <laughs> I know it's weird, though. I'm glad everybody can hear me good. I, I, now I sound like I, I, in my headphones, it sounds like um, I swallowed a balloon. So I don't well, know what the hell is going on. But hey, you, as long you, as the fans are happy, I'll sit here and suffer. I don't care. Right. I was about to say, can you deal with it or no? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Let's do it. He's going to deal. So Card what we were just talking about was Cardeo's, Cardeo's Tony is available. Um, and if a lot of people have been talking about, well, we should draft a receiver with a 25th pick or draft a receiver altogether. Well, we have an opportunity to potentially go out and get Kadarius Tony. Now, how, how much we value a receiver like Kadarius Tony on this team, we may not need it. We got we got Crowder. We got McKenzie uh, coming out of the slot. We have a guy like Diggs that can do both. So whether, whether necessary or not, but Bradbury, if you find a package – you know what I'm saying? Ooh. To put Bradbury and Cardarius Tony to send to the Bills for something, some picks next year. Oh, picks. I'm listening. I'd be I'd be all in on listening to what what they have uh in store for us. But it'd be very interesting to see how that plays out. So uh that's the rumor that's that's out there. Cardarius Tony available. They're putting up for they're putting him up for uh uh for trade. So uh will the Bills answer? Will the Bills mm -hmm. be talking? And you always hear uh Bean. Bean's always listening. He's like, right. I'm always listening. I'm always looking to uh, flip every rock there is. So let's make that happen. So we'll see how that plays out, man. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, second topic I want to hit on, folks. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel Debo. won out of San Francisco. San Fran's like, yo, we'll pay you. I'll give you the money. He says, no. Rev, <laughs> why no. wouldn't he want to sign an extension? With the San Francisco 49ers. Tell me why. What, what is Yo, the reason? This is this is what I'm thinking, and and, and I've heard kind of um pontifications about, <laughs> ah, there it is. about it, man. And 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 I think it's because um when you look at the the usage that he's getting, right? How how San Fran has been using him like not just a wide receiver, and he I think he even coined the phrase wide back, you know. So he's he's been used as wide receiver and a running back, and so he's getting all of that usage, but probably only getting wide receiver pay but he's mm. but he's putting in even more work and so okay. you know what i'm saying so 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 when he's looking at all these guys get these extensions and all this money he's looking at himself and he's like well look i'm doing more than what they're doing like we love we love we love our own bills right we love we love stefan Diggs and what he does but Diggs ain't doing he ain't putting in the work that debo samuel doing he's not getting the ball out the backfield he's not acting like a running back you know what i'm saying so so when debo is looking at it he's like look i'm doing this i'm doing a job of a running back and a wide receiver and maybe they only trying to shoot him that wide receiver money. He's like, look, I'm out. If this is if this is what you guys are gonna do for me, no, nah, I, I don't want a fam. And he probably wants to prolong his career and get out from all that multiple usage too. So I don't know. Plus, you got a rookie, you know. I, well, no, he's not a rookie now more. He's gonna be a second year. Second player, year player, but he's pretty much yeah, yeah. So I mean, he, he's probably looking looking to move away from from all uh, that. It Zibot, what are your thoughts on 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 Zibot? It on Zibot on on Debo on Debo <laughs> Samuels? Is he is he justified to feel how he's feeling? Like, yo, I'm not. F y'all. I'm not doing with y'all. I'm not dealing with you. What what's where's what does he have a leg to stand on? Man, I, I I gotta tell you, man. I mean, I'm I'm getting a little sick and tired of this. This this is just this is this is what happened in the NBA a while ago, and I and I had a feeling it was gonna trickle into the NFL. It did with the quarterback position. And now that is bleeding into the wide receiver position this mm. year, especially. We have seen 
what has happened to the wide receiver market. It has exploded. The amount of money that they're demanding now is insane. De- Debo Samuel sees that. You couple that with the fact that the word on the street is he doesn't want to be in California for whatever reason, whether it be he's not near his family, what have you. But I guess, you know, that's one of the main factors here. Apparently money isn't the biggest issue is what I'm hearing about the situation. But you also look at their current quarterback predicament. You know, they have Jimmy Garoppolo who has been meant to be kicked off this team for the last two years and hasn't been right. You're wondering when the changing of the guard is going to happen. There's been a lot of just uncertainty in San Francisco and uh, Debo Samuel, although he is a gadget guy. And if I was running the team, I'd use him as such. He feels as though he wants to be used more as a wide receiver than he has been this Swiss army knife style uh, player in San Fran. I don't quite understand that mindset when you are, a player like him who's very unique. There aren't many Debo Samuels in the league. You'd probably think he'd want to continue to play to his strengths, but that doesn't seem to be the case here. Um, But the overall sentiment that I'm getting a little sick and tired of here is players just saying, "Ah, well, you know what? I don't really like my situation here. So I'm just going to, I'm going to sit out, sit and pout in the corner until you move me. We've seen, we've seen this time and time again, last week, we talked about it with Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. And it's just continuing to happen again and again. And I think, you know, unfortunately, this is this is what we're going to need to start getting used to here. I mean, this is what it is. The money is too big. They're seeing other guys demand it and get it. And if they're a player who is deserving of that type of money or they think that they're deserving of a better situation, you are going to realize it quickly. And I think Debo Samuel is currently putting the, the Niners in that situation right now. He definitely is putting himself. Uh, he's putting them in a position and he's 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 finding out what his market is right now as yeah. well. Maybe it's a, it's a tactic, right? Next year, they may not even want to give me the deal. So I might as well find out what I'm worth right now when I'm at my hottest, right? 1,400 yards receiving, over 300 yards rushing. They use, He was an integral. He was the piece for, yeah. for that offense to go. I mean, George Kittle Absolutely. is nice. We love George Kittle. But Debo Samuel, when you say Debo Samuel, that's, that's that dude. Now, I feel he has the leverage. I got one more deal. I got one Absolutely. more deal. Yeah. If I'm going to get my money, I'm going to get it now because I am at my hottest. Because what I know the NFL will do is they will try to franchise tag me, which I highly doubt they might do that, but they have that option to do that. They will either say, you know what? We've used you again as a running back. Your body's worn and torn. We ain't paying you. We're going to let you be somebody else's issue. While he's healthy and capable of doing all things right now, this is where he's got the most leverage. And let me tell you, he's not the only one in this position. A.J. Brown's doing the same damn thing right now. And uh, the receiver out of uh, out of uh, the commanders, Washington. Um, I'm oh, uh, scary Terry. Scary Terry, yeah. right? Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is doing the same damn thing. So right now, and like like Zeba said, man, the money is being given out to everybody right yeah. now. So we want to get theirs right now, right? It's all about yeah. guaranteed money. So Debo is he's got an opportunity. Here's the deal: he might go to New York Jets, or he's going which to- is very. I mean. That that right there makes the most sense because they have two top 10 picks and they don't have anybody to throw the ball to. So yeah, I, right. it makes all the sense. Right. You, and, and guess what? San Francisco, San Francisco doesn't even have a first round pick this year. Yeah, They're not yeah exactly. First. And so, Robert Sala is from San Fran and so is from, their OC. So it's a perfect it's a connection. Yeah. 
Yeah, but Jesus, sense. man, you know, I understand you don't want to live in <laughs> you don't want to live in Cali. You want to live in you want to live in uh, Jersey? You want to play for the Jets? Man. Go ahead. I mean, listen, anybody that has money. To the New York Jets and the New York Giants is a, it's a it's a big it, enough market. Boys, this is a really good thought here. Jack's bringing it up, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. The Chiefs now have an unbelievable amount of draft capital after getting rid of Tyreek, and you would think, oh well, mm. maybe Debo Samuel isn't in the cards for the Chiefs. Obviously, they're they're big spenders. We know this, but they bagged up from Miami on Tyreek. I would not rule the Chiefs out on this, and I'll tell you what, yo, you that's an upgrade in my opinion. Uh, the way you utilize Debo. Really? Look, look man. Upgrade. Yeah, for sure. And, and let me jump in here, Bob, because I, I, I have never upgrade. even thought about that. Well, let Re, well before I let Ray go, I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to say upgrade as far okay. as like I, you know my feelings on Tyreek. I think he's the best receiver in the league. But for what they oh, got, really, for, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Talk about that, my guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think if I had, no, if I had my pick of receiver, I'm taking Tyreek every day. You're taking Tyreek over Devonte Adams. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. Probably. Hmm. Probably. Yeah, I thought for a while mm. that Tyreek Hill is probably the best the best wide receiver in the league. Only because what you get from him, you don't get from anybody else. You think about it like this. If the, the Bills last year against the Chiefs in the uh, in the divisional round, that play for the Chiefs to take the lead late from Tyreek, that 80-yard touchdown, that doesn't happen unless it's Tyreek and Tyreek Hill alone. That's not a touchdown. I just look at what he brings to a team, especially a team who knows how to utilize him, and Andy Reid sure as hell did. It's just different than what anybody else brings. I think Debo also brings that too. So to clarify, I don't necessarily think it's an upgrade, but yeah. for what they got right and then now, being yeah. able to turn that into Debo and then also keep other capital that you got from Tyreek because Tyreek was due to be paid a hell of a lot of money. I just I, upgrade might not be the right word, but it'd be a hell of a chess move for them to do what they did and then wind up with Debo. Dude, that would be huge because I mean, think about it now. Now they're going to have to end up paying them, you know, um, here soon, but if you add him, think about it. they. They still have they still have uh, they got Shoo, Shoo, uh, Juju right. Yep. Then they got him in the offseason, and then they get MVS too. Yep, and he's a yep. speed guy too, and he's a speed guy. So you add those three guys. You add, look that would be extremely dangerous, yeah. man. I don't want to. I don't want to see Debo in Kansas City. <laughs> no. I may, I may be changing my team at the end of the night. <laughs> if if you think about it, it, does make all the sense too. Because I mean, don't yeah. forget they also lost uh, Pringle. Pringle's gone. Yeah. Uh, a speed speed oh guy for God. them as well. So, uh, and that's what these guys do, man. Weapons galore. You lose. And here's, and the crazy thing is, and this is where it makes, doesn't make sense for me. So you were, you didn't want to pay in Z-Bot's eyes, the best receiver in the game, but you'll pay, you'll trade and pay for Debo Samuels, which is not on the level of Tyreek Hill. So the Chiefs doing that move would be, would be odd. Would be yeah, odd. financially. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that because he's gonna he's gonna demand the money that uh, I mean I don't he can't demand thirty mil. So okay, and here's my question to you guys: Where does Debo Samuel fall? In what range is he in the fifteen to twenty range? Is he in the twenty to twenty four range? As far as where, rare, as far as ranking the wide receivers, in terms no, in terms of the annual salary, he, salary he's gonna he's gonna try to get. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Because mm. I was talking to my brother about it, and we were looking at uh, we were looking at everybody that's uh, worth a damn in the NFL and what what money they get, right? Our own guy, Stephon Diggs, is at twenty four mil. When it's all said and done, right, extension and everything, twenty four mil. Is he on Stephon Diggs's level? 
Well, I, I could tell you what Spot Track has him. Spot Track has him uh, fifth, right below mm. Diggs at twenty two point four mil. Well, there no you kidding. go. <laughs> so there you go. I just got him at twenty two mil. There I, you go. I, I always I have felt that he was going to be between nineteen and twenty, nineteen to twenty, twenty twenty one, give yeah. or take in that range. So if if they got him around twenty two mil, then it's what it is. But we better pray he doesn't go to the Chiefs because the Man, Chiefs I hope not. born in our side. And you put a Debo Samuel that's been a problematic person on that squad. I mean, we got to deal with him and we got to deal with freaking Tyreek Hill twice a year. It is Jeez, going bro. to be something. So which brings me to the topic. Topic of the day. Want to come say hi? Yeah, I'm sipping wine today. You want to come say hi or no? <laughs> Don't say hi. This is a uh, gentleman you've met the wifey before. Everybody has a wifey. Hi. Happy hey. Friday. What's up? Zeba says happy Friday. Thank you. Zeba. Yeah. It's Earth Day. Actually. It is Earth Day. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? I have no idea. My daughters have informed me. Does that mean you guys just smoke a whole bunch of weed or something? Is that what that means? Oh, that was the other day, Rev. Oh, well, that's 420, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> because that means it comes from Earth. So I don't no, know. I just said that to sound cool. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've partaked, to be honest with you. Every, I always get asked that, by the way, which is funny, because the show's name is, you know, The Smoke Break. It's a play on the fact that I sound like I smoke a car in a day. That's why, where the name of the show comes from. Everybody always thinks I'm cooked on the show, and that's why I named it that. I'm not, ever, ever. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I've done it. Um because it's just not my jazz. You know what I mean? It gives me like panic attacks. You you give me you give me blunt smoker, Zbot. No? What'd you say? You give me that you're a blunt smoker. You're a backwards guy, no? No, no. I got some buddies who are big backwards guys. Listen, th- you know what the skill that goes into that? You gotta undo it. You gotta take all the crap out. You gotta make sure it doesn't fall apart. I've seen it happen before me in my presence. And Z-Bot, uh, I'll you tell you what. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a culturally I'm, I'm culturally uh, aware. You know what I mean? I watch a lot of television as well. But yeah, uh, yeah. so like we're allowed to smoke and grow and stuff. Mm. Yeah, we can do it here in New York. Yeah, we can do it. It's weird. It's legal here, but you can't go into the store and buy it. So if you buy it from like a drug dealer, it, you're legally allowed to have it, but there's nowhere else to buy it. Shouldn't that be the other way around? Yeah, it makes no sense. You can grow it and own it, but you can't walk into a store and buy it. So yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. By the way, Amy, we, Amy Wagner says, beautiful we, wife, Rico. Lucky fellas, because we mafia have seen your, your babies. Yeah, we my do. babies are so cute. Yeah, We're no doubt. So cute. I love them. They're- By the way, Bobby's claiming that. Bo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of people in here going with the bong. Uh, um, yeah, I mean that. But no, and everybody thinks I look big too. See, I kind of got, I kind of got these red puffy cheeks. Kind of closes the eyes a little bit. You pair that with the voice, and I understand people's assumptions. Yeah. I do. I get it. It's the black lips that give it away for for brothers. You know, <laughs> the, smoke, the smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BC back, you know, before Christ, you know, yeah, I was a big blunt smoker, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, no yeah. Oh, man. oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. I was, I was, I was on the fat ones, dog. It's, 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 it's um, it's what medicinal. I don't think Bob was using for medicinal purposes. Really nor was yeah, I, I, def- I definitely. Was wasn't. Was purposes. <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't. No. You know I, what? though? It is um for medicinal purposes. Uh huh. I bet you yeah. do. I actually don't mind the CBD. I don't like it. See, this is where you guys are. I, I know. I know nothing. I haven't about. even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm always a clean boy I'm, all day. I'm more of like an edible than a smoker. All right. We know we're not about to get Sorry. to. We're not, <laughs> and this is about to become the real smoke break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is about to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. And your time is out. You're done. Okay, you're done. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, Rico, the wife's a G, man. The edibles are no joke. I mean, you got to clear your schedule if you're going to pop one of those back. You know what well, I mean? This one, this one is a wild one, man. She's, she's, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> not the wild one. She's the wild one for sure. Well, now, now, now that it's legal and they're making them in like, you know, science labs, the things will they'll put you in the hospital for God's sakes. Like, they're, in, they're insane. And they always, they look like, you know, they look like very innocent too. You know what I mean? Like they looks like candy and whatever else. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. This one, this one will call me. I'm, I'll be a over, like I'll be doing an overnight shift. And she'll call me and I get a weird message. I'm like, yo, something's up. And I call her and she's all acting weird. I'm like, yo, you didn't just pop a damn. I'm like, girl, you listen, we better than this. All right, like, <laughs> get your ass to bed and stop this nonsense. But anyway, back yeah. to our, our regular schedule program. We we took what a was little, it again? We took a little smoke break. Yeah, yeah we were talking about we, Debo. Yeah, we did take a smoke break. We, we took a smoke break. We back at it again. So, uh, Debo, people <laughs> <laughs> going to the Chiefs is going to be problematic. If he goes to the Chiefs, it's prom. If he goes to yes. the Jets, it's still a prom because they're going to find ways to get the ball in his hand. They have a decent quarterback uh, with Wilson over there, so it's going to be. An interesting year uh, Plus for the Elijah AM. Moore. Gee, I'm telling you, man, it, yeah. it's a it's a good squad out there. So yeah, it's no gonna doubt. be interesting to see how this all plays out. But to me, at the end of the day, he ain't staying with San Francisco. He wants out, and uh, he's gonna get somewhere. So we just hope he just goes to the freaking man, go to the NFC, man. Golly, say again. Stay in the NFC. Yes, yo, do you, Jeez, please. Do you guys find that like? Everybody's just coming to the damn AFC, bro. I don't get it, man. I, I mean, guess yeah. they just want to play for. I mean, all the quarterbacks are here, like, so I guess they just want to play for a quarterback. The NFC it, is weak as shit. Tom Brady's gonna go to the damn Super bro, Bowl. Bro, cakewalk in his sleep. God, he's yeah, literally. Yeah. Rams got something to do with it, but we'll we'll talk about that in Jeez. just a second. But man, oh man, oh man. So, uh, here's my question to you guys, which I'm very interested. Yeah, here's my question for you guys, and let's get right into it, man. The toughest team, the team that's going to give us the biggest problems in the AFC. And I'm going to start with Z-Bot. Z-Bot, make the case for the team that you feel is going to give the Bills the biggest problem. There is a wide variety of options here, and I think you you could argue all of them. I think you really could. To me, here's what it all comes down to. I don't care about anything that happens in the in the regular season, truth be told. Obviously, I'm going to cry. You, you know me. You, you know, Rico, you, I can get a little emotional sometimes. You know what I mean? Of course, of not out of pocket, but I can, I can get a little emotional at times. So I'm not saying if we lose, I'm not going to be absolutely off my ass, pissed, crying, whatever the hell else you see me do at all. Regular season is everything. It's, it's the best part of the year. I get that. But when it comes to competition, when it comes to looking at the AFC landscape this regular season, I don't care if, say, the Chiefs beat the Bills in the regular season. I don't care if the, you know, uh, the Browns beat the Bills in the regular season. All I care about is the one thing that we have talked about on every show probably since its inception, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. That, to me, is the only thing that matters when it comes to talking about the Bills and getting to the Super Bowl. The Bills have had two opportunities to do so. They have both been foiled by the Chiefs. Arguably last year was the most unbelievably upsetting, gut-wrenching, and sickening loss this franchise will ever suffer. Not only because of the way it went down, but because I know in my heart of hearts 
the Bills are playing in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl if they beat the Chiefs. They were not losing at home to Cincinnati. And the way the Rams played in that Super Bowl, I'm sorry they weren't beating the Bills. That game, that Super Bowl, would have been ours if it weren't for the Chiefs. Mm. And then the year prior, the Bills just weren't good enough. They were not good enough to beat the Chiefs. They are now. They were last year. Still didn't do it. Still didn't get it done. So to answer your question, Rico, Mm -hmm. the only answer to this question, or maybe there's two, the only answer is the Chiefs. The second answer, who is the biggest threat to the Bills? It's the Bills. The Bills Bills stood in their Uh own way last year in the divisional round. They stood in their own way. They mismanaged the hell out of it. Dare I get into it, Rico, which I won't. We've done it a million times. We've done it a million times. I won't do it, and I won't do it again. But the answer to this question, and we've talked about this. Remember the question we talked about, Rico? Is the pressure on for Sean McDermott? But when it comes to playing the Chiefs the playoff, that pressure is 11. Goes for the entire organization. Answers the Chiefs for me. Yeah. The Chiefs. Man. And you, know what? That's a, and, and you can't go wrong with it. They've knocked us out two years in a row. We just can't seem to get over the hump. The first year, we just were unprepared. We got outcoached. We just got outdueled. We just weren't good enough to be on the field with them. Last right. year, I mean, we already know what it is, man. It, it just, it's just, it just wasn't our moment. It wasn't our moment. Although it felt like it was, it just wasn't our moment. So the, I think a lot of people would say the Chiefs would pose the biggest problem. Uh, now, is there anything specific that, that worries you about these Chiefs? Um, is it coaching? Is it specific players? Or is it something that is it, or something on the Chiefs that we just can't seem to stop? What is it more? Can you give me a little more detail on, on why you feel that they're going to be a problem? Well, I, 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 one Andy Reid, I think, has almost gotten to the point of ever since the departure of Tom Brady from um, from New England. I mean, you can make a real good argument that Andy Reid has been the best coach in the league the last couple of seasons, and the way he has been able to make that offense operate at such a high level for this long, and the way he has utilized the assets that they have to the point where they have been the most feared team in the league for the last several seasons. That's that's a definite threat to me, the way that they have coached these games. They're very, very tough to beat in that way. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, of course. Yep. Um, it just seems that there that there is this elephant in the room every time we play him. It just feels different, doesn't it? When Mahomes is on the field against the Bills, you feel a lot more uneasy than you do against any other team. Lucky for us, I know for a fact that the majority of fan bases around the league feel the same way about Josh Hamm, so that's good to know, obviously. But I just think the coaching is terrific. The quarterback play is obviously right there at the top of the league. You got the best tight end in the league. But the one thing that fears me the most is that they just don't, they just really don't lose. I mean, they, you never, they never get, they never get destroyed ever. Nope. They're never out of it. They're never out of it. Clearly you leave them 13 seconds and they still win. That's the scary part. You have to play a full 60 minutes of your best football to even have a chance to win the game. So that to me, when you look around the rest of the league, how many other teams, especially ones that we know we're going to have to face, how many other teams do you say that about with certainty? That you couldn't have said any better. And chiefs are always going to be a thorn in our side until we beat up the bully until we take the bully down until we smack that bully in the mouth. There will forever be a problem for us. So chiefs, Mm-hmm. Is, is, is a great answer. You can't go wrong with the Chiefs. So, Rev, yo, you can't pick the Chiefs. 
You got to go no with something else. So who do you feel Dang. is the the challenge for us? That's going to give us the biggest issue this year. Who do you got? Okay. So I, I love what Bot said about the Chiefs because at the end of the day, I mean, you're right, Bot. It, it comes down to the playoffs. Who are you playing in the playoffs? And we know what happened against the Chiefs. We haven't been able to get it done. But you know what? What kind of gives me some relief for now is the fact that Tyreek Hill is not with the Chiefs no longer. We don't know. I mean, he was he was the X factor in that game. They, they currently don't have anybody on that roster who can do what, what, what Tyreek Hill has done. Can they add somebody who can maybe maybe mimic that to a degree? I'm sure they can with those with those draft picks. But until then, we'll see what happens. But for me right now, um, I'm, I'm going to go with a, kind of a dark horse, I guess you can say. And I'm going to pick the, the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Talk about mm-hmm. it. Now, you know, last year, or was it last year or maybe the year before last, um, there was a lot of mafia talking about, yo, if the Chargers get in the playoffs, man, we don't really want to talk about them guys right there. We don't want to play them because Justin Herbert is a dog. I know mafia. We love Josh Allen, and it's almost hard for other for other Bills fans to give kudos to other quarterbacks. But look, let's just give credit where credit is due. Justin Herbert is a beast of a quarterback, and he is extremely young. At the end of the day, this is a this is a quarterback driven league. And unless you have a team with a dynamic quarterback, an elite level quarterback, you, you, your chances are slim to none when it comes down to 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 uh, being any type of competitive within the playoffs or anything like that. And when you look at Justin Herbert last year, his stats are ungodly. He had five thousand passing yards last year, thirty eight touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Look at the talent on this team. I'm just going to name some names, and you guys tell me what you think about it. Name drop. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. And then you look at the defense. They already had, you know who I'm talking about. They already had Joey Bosa. Mm. Then they added Khalil Mack. In the backfield, you got Asante Samuel Jr., J.C. Jackson that is added, Derwin James, Nasir Adderley. Look, these guys are not going to be pushovers. Look, it's going to be hard for the Chiefs and anybody in the West to get out of that division anyway. It's going to be a dogfight. So I'm looking at the Chargers, and if we match them up with us, and you look at their secondary, you look at who they added on the defensive line, they're going to give us problems, especially right now when we're currently struggling for corners. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to go up against Mike Williams? Are you going to trust Dane Jackson against Mike Williams? You know, Trey is not going to be back for a while. So what do you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, so, I mean, you look at Justin Herbert. I don't, look, that's a dangerous team right now. And Austin Eckler is no joke either. So, yeah, I love the Chiefs, but man, the Chargers are that sneaky, sneaky team that could possibly give us fits in the playoffs. The only thing, my only reservation would be coaching on their end because their coach is young and he's he, he kind of tends to make certain blunders at the wrong times of the game. So, We'll see what happens, but just talent for talent, man. I don't, I don't, it's it's hard for me to say to find any other team that doesn't have as much talent as the as the Los Angeles Chargers. And that's how you play. And you know what? You you nailed it. And I, I was I was talking to Pierre earlier today, talking about man the, the, these Chargers, man. Because we were talking about we were kind of brainstorming like yo, who would who is a threat? I mean, every team is a threat. The Ravens, you could say, are a threat. The Bengals, you could say, are a threat, right? Because I mean, the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you got Pierre saying he's not worried about the Chargers. The Chargers are overrated. Khalil mm. Mack not the same Khalil Mack that he once was, right? Uh, so he's not overly concerned 
with the Chargers team. I think that he's, I think he's, I think he's capping a little bit. I think that that's a team yeah. that he should be worried about. And if it wasn't for them doing the, the, the right thing by playing it out with the Raiders last year, I don't think anybody in the playoffs would have wanted to play the damn Chargers. That Chargers yeah. team was a scary, scary, scary man. Uh, so uh, I'm a they're, they're too good to not make it this year. And I'm telling yeah. you, Brandon Staley and, and Rev just alluded to it. I think he's a hell of a coach. I love his aggressiveness. I wouldn't be shocked if his seat was a little hot this year with the talent they have not being able to make the playoffs the last couple of seasons. It's it's almost unexcus- unacceptable. It's inexcusable. Big year for him, and there's no excuse this year. I am in complete agreement with Rev. They have all the pieces. I, it would be an utter shock if they don't wind up being one of the top. Th- I, I mean, I'd be stunned if they're not there at the end. You know what I yeah. mean? Unless the West just eats them alive, but they're too good. I told, Especially I told, with Justin Herbert still under his, under his rookie deal. Yeah. But they better, and the they defensive better upgrades, really. I mean, that's – I mean, their offense yeah. is already top-notch. The, their defensive line now is insane. So Insane. So, so Jenna Carlson comes in and says, you know what? Bring the Chargers to Buffalo in January and watch them crack. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I guess I, 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 maybe she's saying that lightning doesn't work in the wintertime. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays <laughs> out. So for me, I'm, I'm going to go a different route. Uh, I think I might choose a team that you guys didn't think that I would choose that – I think that most people should not sleep on ever because they've given us issues before and they gave us the business last year. And Uh that is Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to tell you right now. Good one. If we we are sitting here not talking about the Colts, we're, we're, we're in an issue. First of all, the Colts beat us. With kicked our ass, they, 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 they (laughs) The they beat the brakes off of us. They, 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 embarrassed us i was embarrassed as a bills fan watching our team just get pounded uh, you know what I'm saying? and we we got grounded and pounded this is exactly what happened and we got grounded and pounded by the best back in the game in jonathan taylor jonathan taylor had his way with us right for over 240 yards rushing it was absolutely disgusting right and they did it with a quarterback that didn't do ish right now they have a quarterback a potential future hall of famer a former mvp of the league could have been a Super Bowl winner, but he freaking lost to the damn Patriots. Mm. And you know, you guys already know the deal. But this team is already a team ready to go. So what do they do in the in the offseason? They go ahead and 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 bring in Stefan Gilmore. So Stefan Gilmore is now going to be holding it down for this squad, right? Let me just go through the laundry list of things that they've done. So they bring in Matt Ryan as their quarterback. They bring in they bring in Gus Bradley as a defensive coordinator. So you know that they're going to keep up that defensive trend. Um, I'm looking at, uh, Jack Doyle, uh, retired on that list. So he's gone. Right. Um, Mo Ali Cox comes back on a three-year deal. Mo Ali Cox is a, is a big time player, right? They signed Zaire Franklin. Uh, and I'm looking at the rest of Ashton, Ashton Doolin comes back in and you've already got the best linebacker in the game on that squad. So, uh, yeah. this team, the defensive line is loaded, locked and loaded last year, Jonathan Taylor, 1800 yards rushing. Right. Michael Pittman had over a thousand yards last year. Right. This team, Darius Leonard, turnover machine. So we saw what they did to us in the playoffs. We barely got by. We barely got by. It was a bat down to get us to go ahead. And if not, if not for the heroics, you know, what I'm saying of Josh Allen and Gabe Davis that game, my goodness, 
we don't come mm. we don't come out of that game. And Gates, Rodrigo Blankenship literally crapping the bet. He missed like a twenty eight yard field goal. Yeah, You're right, Rico. That game is yeah. way more that insane than we thought. We, yeah, we wouldn't have. We shouldn't have won that game. No, and if, a lot of, and if Matt a lot of Ryan was game. in there instead of Philip Rivers, I'm telling you right game now, we probably be talking yeah, about absolutely. A situation. Absolutely, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So these Colts, if we and the Colts were just, they should have made the playoffs last year. They should have made the playoffs, and that's one team I did not want to even face. No, they, they, they no, ended up losing. No. They ended up losing out of playoffs. Where they went nine and eight, nine and eight, and missed the playoffs. What a disappointment they were! So I'm telling you right now, these this Colts team with a Carson Wentz led team. Now you got Matt Ryan in the fold, and they're going to add some draft picks onto the on top of that, fellas. And let me tell you on this defensive line because I was actually surprised. I had um, um, Owens. I had uh, I think it was Matt Owens uh, that, that came on uh, on our show. He's a Colts fan. And he was telling me on their defensive side of the ball who they had, and I didn't realize how good they had it on their line. So their defensive line, DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle, all right? That guy is a problem. Yeah. That's number one. Grover Stewart, problem, all right? That's on the line as well. They had Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. I mm-hmm. believe it was Michigan. Problem, right? I, and there's, there's one more that I'm missing, a defensive tackle that I'm missing, a uh, defensive end that I'm missing on that squad, but – that is a good team, and they're going to add to it in the draft. Ladies and gentlemen, these Colts, we cannot sleep on these Colts. They're going to be a problem uh, for us. That's why we need to continue to add to the firepower on this offense, and uh, we need to add to this defense because right now, receiving, I mean, they brought back their their old their old savvy vet receiver um, in T.Y. Hilton, but you've got Michael Pittman that's going to be leading the way, Zach Paschal. That's going to be there. They got T.Y. Hilton coming back. Mo Ali Cox is there. Naeem Hines comes out of the, in and out of the backfield catching the football. I'm telling you right now, these Colts will do work. Now, am I? Do I feel that we can't compete with them? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. The best of them. I mean, everybody's building their teams to beat the Bills. Right. You see what we do. Everybody's building a way to try to beat the Bills. But if if anybody's going to give us a, tr- a, a problem and a challenge, the Chiefs, one thousand percent. Yeah, Chargers, they're ready and rocked and ready to they're ready to go. And then on top of that, you got the Colts on top. And I didn't even talk about the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins loaded up to try to whoop our ass. Now we they loaded. They're they're locked and loaded. They're ready to go. I mean, we were we're whooping their tail. I think I I was watching Good Morning Football. Out of the six games that we the last six games that we played against the Miami Dolphins, the average margin of victory. Did you guys know what that did you see the number yet? 18 Mm -hmm. points. Could you imagine opening? Spread an 18 point spread to beat the Dolphins. Like, come on. Like, but now they got Tua. Tua's the big question mark. He's the big X factor. But we got the Ravens. That's going to be problematic. We didn't. We didn't even talk about the Raiders. The Raiders got imp- they, they improved. The, the I mean, they got Devonte Adams, Russell Devontae Wilson, Adams. by the way. Russell Wilson out yeah. Like this is. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> this, and we had to pick three man, and the Titans loaded. who we can't beat. <laughs> and I didn't, right. even, didn't even mention the Titans, dude. And the Titans now, problematic for us. Well, you know what, Indian, and that's another reason to be scared of Indianapolis. I'm, I'm not that I, I have no, I have no right to disrespect Tennessee. We just can't find a way to beat them. But uh, Indianapolis is winning that division this year. I'd, I'd put any amount of money on. I, I, I'm not high on Tennessee this year. I'm, I'm I was higher than hell. Uh, no pun intended about our, our earlier conversation. I was right. higher than hell on the Colts <laughs> last year, and, and Carson Wentz just absolutely laid an egg. Matt yeah. Ryan's not going to do that, in my opinion. I see people in here saying Matt Ryan's old. Yeah, he's old. You know, so is Tom Brady. <laughs> so is Matt Stafford. So is Aaron Rodgers. Matt Ryan 
hasn't been in a particularly great situation really ever since that Super Bowl loss. This is the best situation he's been in in a long time. And I got to think he, he he knows what's at stake, and it's his legacy. I mean, he's on the brink of being a Hall of Famer. Rico said earlier, you know, there's potential there, and there certainly is. If he has a really good run with the Colts, you can definitely lock it in. And I just – I'm a firm believer in all three of these teams. I think we picked three great options because if I think about all three of them, they all pose something that I think, you know, most other teams in the league don't necessarily have. The Colts, it's their run game. With the Chiefs, it's just their all-around game. And and then with uh, – Blank, who the hell did you say again? I'm having a brain fire or something. The uh, Chargers. Team. Oh, yeah, no, the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. They're, they're just stacked in every position, and I think that they're due. So, But the lucky thing, like we always talk about, man, the lucky thing for us is the situation we're in, and that's the AFC East. And that's why when I say the reason I'm worried about the Chiefs, not to say I'm not really worried about these other teams. They're all very respectable and great. It's just that I have no – I have no um, – I'm not scared at all about anything to do with the regular season knowing what division we're in. So with that said, I'm just worried the most about that one hurdle we can't get over, and, and that to me is obviously the Chiefs. And, I, and I'm looking at the, uh, the, the chat right now, and uh, for Gallaudet, for, for if Tua shits the bed in the, in the first six games, so do they go after Baker? Who knows what's going on with Baker? I, I have no idea. But when it, when it does come to the, this AFC, and I know people are like, yo, the – Rico, you're talking crap. The Colts ain't gonna do shit. The, the Raiders ain't gonna do this. Fam, don't forget. Let let me remind you all. We we got away with 11 wins last year. 11 wins, and at one point in the season, we were on the outside. I wouldn't say outside. We were a wild card team. I won't. Yeah, point. remember what? Remember when the Patriots took the lead? And <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Right? We were all nervous. We were nervous the last four games. We, what we were saying? We we're saying these four games are must win football. Must win. Yeah. Must win. You know what I'm saying? So listen, let's not talk about, oh, we're going to this, that, and the third. Sometimes I get I get told by other people, like, and I love to hear it from other, I don't know about you guys, but I love hearing it from other uh, other fan fan bases saying, man, these Bills, they talk like they are their shit. Like, you guys didn't win anything. Yeah. Stop talking like you guys are Super Bowl winners. Stop talking like you're going to do this, that, and the third. You guys ain't shit. And sometimes I need to hear that. Because when we do come and wax that ass, I yeah. get ready to get, you know, prepared, get that mic prepared so I can talk my shit. But we're going we're gonna to wait for, for that time to come. But very, very good pieces. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be problems. The Colts are going to be problems. The freaking Chargers are going to be a problem. Denver. The, Ray- whole, the whole conference Ray- is a damn the problem. Whole, yeah. For real. I mean, let's just put it the way it is. And that's, that's once it. again, just the, the pillow that I rest my head on at night is the AFC East. I mean, I sleep like a baby yeah. on that thing. I, I couldn't imagine any other situation right now. Well, that to me, it makes me feel just so good about the whole situation. Here's my question, though: Are we are we comfortable to say that we can sleep and 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 catch Z's and we're good to go? Are we that confident that we got this AFC East like wrapped up? Yes. Well, you can't catch Z's because then then the Jacksonville game happens. But I, I'd put my life on it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my life on that shit. I would. I would. Look, yeah, because at the again, again, it, it goes down to the quarterbacks. Like, who is your quarterback? You know. And so when I look at the East, I mean, it's Josh Allen and a huge gulf, a huge gulf. And, and granted, the other teams are adding weapons and they, and they can be competitive. But as 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 the season approaches and it, and, and it goes on and on. I put more of my trust in Josh Allen and the Bills up against whoever else we were playing in, in the East. That's not to say that they're trash or they're not going to be any good. 
I'm just uh, I'm just more confident about our, our chances to win the East. Now you put us in another division, and then we may have another conversation. Well, Rev, you're a hell of a guy, but I'll be the first to say it. The Patriots are trash. They are trash. Yeah. They are. N- <laughs> they've done nothing to improve. I, I I've said this a hundred times. I will die on this sword live on camera and take all the heat from master at work and all the other riders of, of, of the Patriots fan base. If this comes to fruition, there is no way in <laughs> hell they make the playoffs last year. And if they do, I will eat every last word. I'll do whatever. I don't care. Let, they, let, me, get, let me get, let me get you to repeat that. Repeat that right now. I will die on this sword and I don't care what anybody has to say to me about it, disagreement, whatever, my mind's made up. The New England Patriots are not making the playoffs in the 2022-2023 season. You can, you can clip this. Save it. There, there's your bait for me when it inevitably happens. But I'm telling you, man, if they pull it off, what does that say? Because me, Rev and I, on one of the shows, we went through – trying to figure out the seven teams to make the playoffs. And when yeah. we did, there Dang was at me. least two really good teams. What did you guys go- we, we, we basically had to flip a coin on like three teams. And I'll right. tell you what, we didn't even, we didn't even just weren't, spit weren't on the Patriots when it came to that conversation. Because oh. when you look at it, when you look at it, the only way New England makes the playoffs they is if to a top gun team implodes. And and that's just I, how and there probably have to be too. I'll, I'll also bet the house on the fact that there's going to be a double widget, te- double double widget, a double digit team in the AFC who misses the playoffs, guaranteed. And I just don't see yeah. where New England fits into the picture here. It's definitely so. So, so, so you mean the Pro Bowler Mac Jones is not going to lead the Pages to the playoffs? Listen, as much as I think he's Canton bound, <laughs> Rev, and I really do, I just don't think it's in the cards next year. I, I don't see it. Well, um, and Rico, I know I'm I'm sensing some fear. Of these I Miami have, Dolphins, have, of these, no, these Dolphins, no these Dolphins. When it comes to the Patriots, the Patriots no, I'm talking right. Dolphins. I'm the, talking oh, Dolphins. I'm not I'm getting some fear from you. I, yeah, I, I, I want to hear your thoughts about Miami. I, I will talk to you about Miami. Miami, Miami's problem is they had they had a coaching staff that that were not in line with who they had at quarterback. Do I want to would be my guy? Do I put my trust into uh, uh? There was just there was just turmoil when it comes to that, and we've seen it in our own camp when it comes to. EJ Manuel. I know people talk about EJ Manuel wasn't great, wasn't this, wasn't that. He wasn't horrible. But when you had Coach Marone that had that wanted nothing to do with EJ Manuel, it's hard for you mean your 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 rookie quarterback or your young quarterback to have success. And then you bring in a freaking bum in Kyle Orton that was sitting on his freaking Watch your mouth about the goat. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Kyle Orton, man. He loves him. (laughs) Come over and take over. I still feel some type of way about it. Now, the Dolphins have improved, right? Listen to me when I tell you, man. Waddle, problem. Tyreek Hill, we've already seen how much of a problem he can be. Problem. They got Moltster. That's going to be running the rock. They've improved that old line. They got Mike Gesicki, right? I'm, this this team is a solid team. And I didn't even talk about the defensive side of the ball. They got Phillips, the young dude. They got Wilkins, uh, Christian Wilkins. That's on the defensive side of the ball. Kevin would be proud of me right now that I'm, I'm bigging up his Dolphins. And then they got they yeah. got Xavier Howard that signed him back. And they got a young Canadian, Javon uh, Howard. Is it Haven or Howard? I can't remember. The safety. Uh, now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So this team is a legitimate team. We can't sit here and sleep on it. And let me tell you, when you've gone 0-6 against the Bills, 
there's no way you're trying to go back and, and lose another one. How how hard did the Bills play against the Patriots every single time? Even though we got our asses whooped, we put our all yeah. to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. You don't think the Dolphins? And guess what? Them? And guess what? We never won. And neither <laughs> will they. Well, they did have Tom Brady. They did have Tom Brady. Yeah. And we have Josh Allen. So it's go, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It'll definitely be fun, but I'm just not sleeping on the Dolphins. I'm and, not sitting and, here going, we're gonna wax the 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 yeah. It's gonna be easy. It, it, well, ah. not not only not only is Bot confident against the Dolphins, but John Marlowe is confident against them too. As he says, the Dolphins upgraded the most, but they ain't the beast of the East, baby. Go Bills, John. <laughs> My man. He's no, right about I, that. He's right. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's yeah. due, and you're 100% uh, accurate, Rico. I mean, all those names you listed off. Uh, but, I mean, I, this is just beating a dead horse at this point. I, you, you, yeah. can, you can have – you can have – it's basically like, you know – if you're a drug dealer, back to the drugs. If you're a drug dealer and you're making millions of dollars, right? Yeah, you're you're rich, right? But if you don't have a way to clean that money, you're not going to be able to spend it. The right. Dolphins are loaded, but they don't have a way to spend it because the only way they can spend it is if they got a guy dealing the ball to these players. Hey, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Two ain't it until I see it. And mm-hmm. I will eat crow if I see Tua go out and I'll play Josh Allen in the game. That would be oh, like pigs flying. That, 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 that one I cannot see happening. I that's cannot happen. without dueling. Josh no. Allen. Josh Allen is on a, a whole nother level when it comes to uh, but I I I feel that the 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 Dolphins will be definitely competitive. They're definitely gonna be competitive and they're gonna be coming after us. And listen, man, if if we play like we played against the freaking Steelers first week of the season and they make us face the Dolphins first week of the season, yeah, it's possible they can steal a win. Of course they can. Now that's hundred percent accurate. That that's the biggest fear here. Like back to the earlier question, like what's standing in our way? That right there. Like is think about the difference in the season last year, Rico. If you just win that Steelers game and the Jags game, the Jags, we're talking a whole different year. At the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're the number one seed. Number one seed, indeed. Uh, Josh Martin comes up with a super chat and says, hey, don't forget about the Browns. Well, every time I mention the Browns, everybody wants to talk about, aren't you the guy that said that you take Mr. <laughs> Who says that about you? No, <laughs> I no one says that. that. <laughs> but the Browns are going to be problematic with Deshaun Watson. With mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper out there with a two-headed monster in the running back game, uh, David and Joku back there at tight end. Bam, and they, they still got to hit the draft, too. So, man, this AFC Bruh, Nick Chubb is nasty. And, and look, and, and guys, I'm, I'm going to say this, too, because, you know, I, I get it. Look, like, Bot was, was poo-pooing on the pads, and I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Bot. But I've been now, waiting my whole life, Rev. I'm gonna freak out. I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm with you. It. I'm with you 100. And I'm not trying to give them no kind of, no kind of, <laughs> nothing, nothing. But look, we're talking about teams until they prove, you know, uh, what they mm-hmm. can do. I, for me, look, until the Bills' defense can prove they can stop running teams, yeah. Like we, like we have to. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm like cautiously optimistic against that. I know we just revamped the entire defensive line, but that's on paper. And we have to see these guys play. The Patriots can still run the ball. Okay. Uh, uh, you look at Cleveland that we did, that my man just mentioned here. Uh, they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yep. And so the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, the Titans still got King Henry. So like in, until I see us being able to get physical and stop these hardcore running, smash mouth running teams, you know, uh, I'm a little bit more reserved when it comes to those type of teams, just just because of our defense's inability so far to to stop, the, you know, to match up against those players. I still love Josh Allen. I still love the offense, but I want to see our I want to see our defense step up against those those big boys. 
I definitely do. And and Bobby comes in. I love when Bobby does this. He does this, and then he he's the type of person that will open a room and throw a grenade in the room and then close the door and walk away. <laughs> right. And and he's made a couple comments today in 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 group chats today, and I want to fight his ass. But he some of the things he says he's not he's not wrong. The jackass. Uh, one of them is the Bills didn't want to see the Browns last year in the playoffs. Um, I don't know how much how how true that is. But Wait, last year. Listen, I think he's talking about the year before, maybe because that's when the the, the Browns were freaking. They, they they put the pressure on the freaking Chiefs. Almost on the beat Chiefs, the yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's what he's he's referring to, or was that this year? Was that last year? I can't I can't recall. But anyway, well, that was well it was last year. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. That so they 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 the Browns were a good team. Don't get me wrong. And what we lacked is stopping the run. So if we played a power a power team, and that's what he means by that because it's yeah. about matchups and. Mm-hmm. The way that that offense was rolling with that run game, nasty, 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 yeah. nasty. So it's it's very easy um, for for Bobby to make a comment like that because I mean, shoot, matchups is everything. I mean, you saw what the freaking Titans did, to, not the Titans. Excuse, yeah, the Titans. We could talk about Titans. The Titans you saw what the Titans did to us. You saw what the freaking um, what the, the Colts, Colts did to us. So, yeah. I mean, listen, we we tend to have issues with backs that really do the damn thing, which mm-hmm. then brings me to this co- the question then if we lack if we lack the firepower to stop big time run games wouldn't we want to hit something in the draft that you know what i mean would help us stop the run there we go Come on. there we go right so <laughs> is it is it something is it, it should we be looking at linebacker a guy no. that can sniff the bullshit a guy oh, that can get there and gets dirty a guy that can go sideline to sideline that we trust and all that stuff? Or is that a matter of, listen, we didn't have the linemen to do the job last year. This year we have the linemen to do the job. I'm not worried. Keep it pushing. Rev, I want to see right that. Here. You know? that, that, that's right there. That, that's the guy. If we're talking about stopping the run, look, it, it, you got to come, through, you gotta come through, the, through the line of defense first. The first line of defense, the, the defensive line, you got to come through that. If you get this big boy right here on the defensive line, Right next, smack dab next to Oliver, or even if you do a, a jumbo package with with Jordan Davis and I don't know Phillips, Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, one hey. of those guys. Look, mountains. You're not moving them. You're not running the ball against them. Look, Jordan Davis is a problem, problem, and he also has some ability in the pass rush ability too. So I I, I love what Pierre's talking about here, man. Jordan Davis, I look, love it. I'm gonna tell you this, but how can we do it? That's the thing. I just, I want. That's why this draft more and more. It's just continuing, continuing to interest me. I, I just, because I just can't see that. I can't see. But I, I was talking the other night because I was going through mock drafts. That, that's who, that's who. Um, Schrager has us going linebacker. Jordan Davis. I don't know if it was Jordan Davis, but it was linebacker, and I haven't oh, really given any thought to linebacker. Yeah, and I just keep. I feel like I keep hearing it more and more. As the as the days are going on here, you know what I mean. As, as you will, and and listen, this is the week that you're going to you're going to find people throwing everything against the wall. That what mm-hmm. is true and what is false, it's all going to wash out next week Thursday. By the way, next week Thursday, uh, you guys need to tune in live and view it with us. It's going to be me, my man Rev. Z-Bot, my man Kevin. I got to confirm with Kevin, but Kevin's going to be with us as well. My man Don Trotman is going to be there with us handling business. So, folks, it's going to be fun. Even Pierre said he's going to jump in 
and, and get in on the fun. So it is going to be a fun night. You don't want to be anywhere else but here with BF. We've been doing this for a long time now, um, and it's always fun uh, to, to live react with us as these as this goes down. Yeah. So uh, we picked 25, so it's going to be some, some time before we pick, unless mm. all of a sudden we trade up. And all of a sudden we're going wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm glad you, you, said, I'm glad you said something about that. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm glad you said something. Because I, 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 I clipped this. Mm. And I don't know. Let me see. If, let me see if we can play it. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to play this, okay? Because I don't think people may have may have caught this a couple of days ago. Sean McDermott, okay, had a press conference and he was talking. I'm gonna see if he can play. It. I'm gonna see if you guys can hear this because he said something crazy. Wait, wait, wait. So, look, let me let me go back. Listen, listen, listen to that. Uh, right, right. earlier, waiting would be great. Uh, and maybe two spots would be great. You know, so. Did y'all hear that? Did he just did he just show his co- show his hand? What so the hell he, was that? He just that. he just said he, they were talking about the draft and and, and like who are you going to draft or who, what, what, what kind of what you guys are thinking? Yeah. And he said, "Yo, Brandon Bean is going to get up here in a second. Okay, but you know maybe you guys can convince him because they're talking about him having to wait until twenty five, and he's like, man, that's that's a, that's, a, that's a long wait. I'm going to be out here eating some candy, or whatever, until they comes. But maybe you can convince Brandon Bean to to uh to to shorten that gap up, right, right, to make to maybe you know move up and, and go earlier, so that way the wait time is not as as long. And then he said, and, and maybe two. So he was he was like insinuating his desire to not only want to trade up but to have two first round picks. Now I, I could have heard it wrong, you know. I heard that. You you guys go back. You guys go back. I, I hear some people say that they couldn't hear anything, but go back to uh, um, it's on, it's on the Buffalo Bills website, and I'm a, I'm gonna clip it and I'm gonna give it to you guys, and maybe we can post it. I'm gonna see if I gotta get. Yeah, get yeah, on. we can post. Ronald's it. Go got a great point here, though. By the way, this is the this is the the time of the year where everything is a lie. Everything absolutely. is a lie. No yeah, doubt, absolutely. smoke season, baby. Yeah. What uh, what minute mark was that at, uh, Rev? Oh, shoot, man. I, you know, I don't even know, bro. I, I, just, I just clipped it. Yeah, I screenshot it. All is good. So now we, we get into this, this and, and I, have a, I had another question for you guys, but we're going to get into that. But uh, prospects, the draft is coming around and, and prospects are, are, are all over the place. And we decided to, uh, to get in here and, and, and put some prospects out. And I want to know uh, how everybody feels about these prospects. So Myself, every year, myself, Bobby, and Pierre, we have a founder's mock, and we, we jump in. But we did it different this year. We just talked about the five biggest prospects that we feel this team needs. So Bobby, he thinks he's the draft guru, and I trust I think I trust him. Um, he talks a lot of shit, but I, he's been right a lot. So he feels that the top prospects that the Bills should bring on to this team that he feels is the best fit, Jordan Davis, and Pierre seems to agree because they align themselves. Kyler Gordon, he's a big fan of Kyler Gordon. Andrew Booth, corner, and a lot of people feel that we feel we, they need that we need to go to corner. So corner seems to be a fit. James Cook, so I, I think he feels that we can get James Cook potentially in the third, maybe fourth round, and then Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning is an interesting one for me because, I mean, we I wouldn't say we're set on the line, but as of right now, we're pretty set. Maybe next year, obviously, it's going to be changed. It's a little difference. But yeah, that's where we're staying right now. Pierre comes in, Jordan Davis, Andrew Booth, mm. they both agree on that. But here comes 
Pierre with Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, linebacker, in, the, in uh, as a prospect that he feels that we should bring on. So that tells me Pierre is not all in on Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. You're ready mm-hmm. to bring linebacker in right now, right? Kenneth Walker, a big time, a big time running back in the game. And lastly, Zion Johnson. Now, here I am. And I'm always, I like to be a little different from everybody. And everybody's trying to, you know, me, every, they're just, I don't want to dismiss anything. And I've, I've gone with Lewis Sign. Lewis signed only because in in the wind right now is Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer's contract is in the wind. And we have no idea what Brandon Bean's going to do. Brandon Bean has paid a lot of money to some, some players over the years. And is, he, is the Bank of Bean closed for now? Mm. Or is he going to open it one more time? Right? That's what we need to figure out. So to me, wow. I ain't waiting. If, if, if we need to get a safety right now, I mean, Dax Hill could be one of them as well, but Lewis Sign is one of them. Now, receiver-wise, in the second round, maybe we'll go with a John Mechie, a guy that can stretch the field and a great route runner. Why not have that? That can sit right behind uh, Mr. Crowder, and then you get John Mechie in there, and then you're set for a while. And then I went Roger, Mc- Roger McCreary, Brees Hall, and Kenyon Green. How do you guys feel about that lineup? of prospects are you mm. in or out on any of those guys i'm gonna leave that up there for you and i'm on zbot and rev if you're looking at the prospects of these three who do you side with bobby pierre or myself dang let me see you, you know what I, i'll probably right now just just at a quick glance i think i think bobby's makes a little more sense um okay right now i love i love jordan davis i love the the idea of him because even though we beefed up the defensive line um, up front they're not long contracts and mm-hmm. so 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 you so you're gonna have to need you're gonna need a, a one tech especially because daquan jones i think he's only here for one year maybe maybe two um and then settle but he's 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 like uh three tech one tech you know so he he may he may be spelling uh uh uh, my man um, Oliver. So I, I like Jordan Davis there. Kyler Gordon, of course, we need we need that cornerback. And he and he double dipped with and with Andrew Booth too. So he did double dip. He, he, either one of those guys, man, would 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 add an incredible um, um, amount of talent to the to the to the secondary. James Cook, you know, I'm I'm coming around to James Cook a lot more just because, you know, li- looking at his skill set, he's a he's a receiving back. So when you when you when you hear James Cook, don't think Dalvin Cook because he's 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 not his bro- he's not his brother Dalvin, he he's he's a he's a receiving back he's definitely not That's you right. know with, with with a lot of speed, but you know his skill set can fit what the Bills are looking for because you see they wait they they try to get J D McKissick and then they added um my man uh, Duke Johnson so they're looking for a receiving back James Cook is probably one of the best one of them in the entire draft with tons of speed and then Trevor Penning, Molly. I love that guy, Trevor Penning is. He is a dog. The only thing about about Trevor is that I don't know if he can. He plays left tackle, okay. So I don't know where you're going to put him. I mean, he's six seven, three hundred plus. Uh, you know, he played I think one year at at right guard or left guard. You know, um, in in Northern Iowa along with uh, um, my man Spencer Brown. So he, I don't care if you get him, you figure it out. Put him on, put him on, put him on the line. But I, I love I love those guys just because I think I think it, it brings more balance. I hear um, you. I like yeah. that. Zeba, what do you? How do you feel about? It? Do you feel like Bobby won this one, or was it Pierre? Pierre's got this one down pat. Mm, I do kind of like. I do kind of like Bobby's because there's an emphasis on 
the cornerback. And I just, the way I keep looking at it, man, I, I just, I can't for the life of me understand what the, what the strategy would be if, if that isn't the move in round one. But I got to tell you, man, I am coming along or I am coming around to the, to the thought on your Bryce Hall there. I know you're big on that. And mm. Bryce is amazing. I, I I just think it would be – I was saying this the other night on my show. There's so many picks that I would prefer just because they're fun. Yep. You know what I mean? And that would be a fun pick. It would be a lot – there would be a lot to be excited about there. But I think Rev commented this the other day in my in the comments on my show. If you, if you do get another lockdown corner, a corner that right away can mirror Tredavious White on both sides, I just can't imagine how good this team winds up being. If we yeah. wind up having that good of a secondary to where you can limit these teams that we were just talking about that are potential threats, if you have two stout cornerbacks, one on a rookie deal paired right. with all those moves they've done on defense, that to me, I, I just keep coming back to it. I have to think that that is what they're going to do. And on top of that, I have to hope that that guy is going to wind up being the guy because there's so many corners. Every mock draft you look at, has like six going in the first round at least. So hopefully, you know, the history will tell you at least two of those guys minimum are not going to pan out. So not only do I think they need to go that direction, but if we do get the right guy, I think that this team goes to another level if our if our secondary can handle these high-powered offenses just littered all over the AFC. And, mm. that, and that's a great point because that's that's why that's why I went with the safety in, in, as one of the prospects because – if we don't work things out, you know what I'm saying, with, uh, with Jordan Poirier, we're, we're stuck. We're stuck in the mud. We got to replace that. And with all, all this hype, the reason our defense is successful is because of Micah Hyde and yeah. Jordan Poirier. So mm -hmm. in order for us to have the defense that we had last year and the year before that and the year before that is because we need to keep these two in line and intact. So Brandon Bean has got a decision to make. If he's not ready to pay Jordan Poirier, Go ahead and grab your corner right the heck now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to be. I'm yeah. going to be paying attention to that very much so. If he grabs a, a first-round corner, a big-time corner, or he trades up for a corner, because he even said it. Brandon Bean even said it. There are reasons why he didn't make certain moves or or put value on certain things because of the pass rush. He put a lot of he put a lot of of of, of thought and and money in the pass rush. So I, I he's like I could have went and got myself a big-time corner, but I didn't. I put my money. In the in the defensive line, yeah. keep they yeah. keep the safety in line, and then we can kind of chill. So I looked into that as well, right? But it's, there's a lot of, of of talk happening, so you just never know with these these situations. But I'm gonna tell you right now, both of you guys are wrong because the best list on there was mine. Uh, just, <laughs> just no guys. doubt. <laughs> so you guys are aware. now. I didn't I didn't hate any of them. I thought I think any of them would would be fun at the very yeah, least for sure I yeah. mean, listen man we, you can't go wrong with anything because you don't know no. what gonna exactly be. we have no idea right uh another thing that i wanted to jump into is that when we make our drafts we've just added eight people to the team right mm -hmm. three of the eight are going to be mostly contributors right first three rounds these are guys that you're probably going to see on the field or at some capacity on the field who is the surprise cut on this team mm. somebody's gonna get released that you didn't expect it doesn't have to be a huge name it's not a big name but someone you're like oh i didn't see that coming i'll start i'll start i don't know who i'm gonna start with i'm gonna rev i'm gonna start yeah. with you. 
Yeah, I, I, I got, I've got a guy in mind. And it's, it, I mean, it may not be a surprise, but it may be. And, All right. And, and I was thinking, I was like, I'm thinking Shaq Lawson may not make the team. Talk to me. Talk to me. I know they, me. I know they brought him, right? But I, I think, I think Bean just brought him because he wants more depth at the defensive end position, and he's only here for a one year deal. And we, you know, we, we kind of, we, you know, we kind of hear about what happened with Shaq and, 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 you know, when he left and with other places, yep. you know, kind of, you know, wasn't, you know, all in, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit lazy. I don't know. But, but when you, when you, when you look at Shaq and you look at Von Miller, then you've got your man, um, Groot. Yep. Boogie Basham, mm. AJ Epinesa. Talk to me. The, 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 the onus is on the young guys. The investment is on the young guys. Just because we brought Shaq Lawson back here for a reunion tour doesn't mean he's going to make the team. Like, like I, he, I can see him easily getting cut. Like, if he doesn't come and bring it this offseason right now and prove that he deserves to be on this team, he can get cut just like anybody else does. So, so I don't necessarily think he's, he's a lock on the defensive end, especially if, if Bean somewhere in the draft, value presents itself, and he ends up getting another defensive end. I, I'm not mad at that at all. Shaq Lawson uh... – I mean, it took a while for them to get the deal done to bring him to bring him to town, but I'm not mad at the fact that you said he got cut because he could. He, it's a, it's it's not a shocker, but I know a lot of people are like, yes, we got Shaq Lawson, ah, but we got a lot of depth on this team. I mean, and and if it if it does if it doesn't pan out, doesn't pan out, he gets cut. But uh, something tells me they like the veteran leadership because now we've lost Jerry Hughes, we've lost Mar- Mario Addison, we've lost. Jerry, uh, Butler. So we lost some veteran guys on that line. So I, I still think they want to see some veteran guys beyond. Yeah, this but team. Von, Von, Von Miller, man, brings it. I mean, he's enough for absolutely. Both of those guys we lost. Von Miller does, and I mean, they had two veterans, right? Mary yeah. and Jerry Hughes. So maybe they want to keep a guy like Shaq Lawson on the other side, and that's been here, knows the culture, knows the team, knows what they got to do, knows you know what I mean the the ins and outs. So it, it'd be uh, it's a nice infusion for Shaq Lawson to be on the team. But that's nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I will go to Z-Bot. Z-Bot. Don't you think that right now, though, I just think that with the Shaq Lawson situation, I just feel like there was too much surrounding bringing him in to, like, not keep him on the team. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's just that's just how it seemed. But I think Rev makes a good point. I I don't know. I mean, you look at you look at the, the depth at wide receiver right now, and I think that there's some – there's kind of some – stragglers there that I think could wind up being moved if the bills go wide receiver in the draft at some point, which I think they probably wind up doing. Right. So, I mean, do you, do you keep around like, you know, Marquez Stevenson or our Hodgins, if you wind up getting a wide receiver or two that wind up coming in, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, we've seen it with Gabe Davis. If they, if they go wide receiver, even in the third, fourth round, there's potential to bring a guy in that really winds up moving up the depth chart here. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the, if you look at the depth on, the wide receiver position. I mean, outside of the the core guys, I think any of those guys, you know, Kumaro, Stevenson, Hodgins, and, and Gentry could all be replaceable if you wind up getting somebody in the draft yeah. who clearly is, you know, a better option in the position. So I, I think at some point for sure they go wide receiver when, I don't know, but I wouldn't be shocked if one of them winds up, you know, moving up the depth chart and one of those other, uh, you know, lower end guys on the depth chart winds up getting moved on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so wait, hold on. Did you, did you, did you give us who your surprise? I don't know if it would really be a surprise. It's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough one. I don't know. I guess or, or a trade, a cut or trade. Oh, 
Ooh, okay, I, well, now, now, now you just changed the ball game up. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, the, the only to get cut, but trade. Yeah, there's a lot the of trade only person I could see being doubt really that that uh, Tremaine Adams hey. is the only buddy that the only guy to me that seems like he'd be that there would be a move with potential. I, if you look at this roster, you know, really take a look at it. Yep. How many of these guys are pieces you're willing to to maneuver? I don't really, I don't, nothing really pops off. The only reason that, the only reason that Tremaine Edmonds pops off to me and the only reason that it would make sense is if this linebacker conversation continues to heat up, maybe there's somebody out there that they really have their eyes set on that they want to go after for that position. And, and in order to do so, they move on from Tremaine Edmonds to pull it off. Right. But I look at this roster and, I, and a, a trade would shock me outside mm. of anybody but him, truth be told. I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, could you see anybody else be tr being traded? Yeah, I could see Jordan Poirier being traded. You could. I definitely. Okay, I'm just looking at value, right? Yeah, like, like what you. players do you have on the team that that's, that's worth that's that's valuable mm -hmm. um, that you could be willing to part with? I mean, Tremaine Edmonds right now is probably the most valuable player outside of, of course, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. We're not touching those guys, but but yeah, Tremaine could bring you the most value. But Jordan Poirier, especially now with his with his contract posturing. Maybe you can trade him, you know, for I don't know what kind of pick you would be getting. And then we can go back into the draft and add, add another safety, you know. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised but to see Porter uh, uh, traded either. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I don't know if the checkbook's being opened up for Poyer. As he gets up there in age at that position, I don't know. And and right now, and and and, and I want and we want we want to to hear from the chat as well who you feel could be cut or traded uh, or a surprise cut or trade. So for me, uh, I'm sitting here looking at this whole team, this whole landscape of the team. I'm looking at the quarterback position. I'm looking at the receiver position. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the running backs and I'm looking at Zach Moss and I'm like, okay, I see Zach. I said, okay, I don't know if they're going to give him another chance. Cromer's coming back and maybe Cromer can kind of get something out of him. We'll yeah, see I how that goes out. Right. So I'm like, Hey, let me go to the defensive side of the ball. I'm looking at how stacked we are on the defensive line. Then I said, Jordan Phillips, Jordan mm -hmm. Phillips. I, I I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, I like that they brought him back. Uh, I I like his 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 tenacity. I love that he loves the city and all that all that good stuff. But like, he ain't no lock to me personally. I think that's that's one of those guys that they might look and say, okay, because listen, we got DeQuan Jones, Ed Oliver, and we got Tim Settle, right? Mm -hmm. With, a, with a, a boogie Basham plays a bit of inside, a bit of a little bit of outside, so. I don't Jordan Phillips ain't no lock to make this team. Uh, so that's one guy that I'm looking at now. But because I added the trade factor into this, AJ Epinesa might be a guy that might get put on the move uh, because of how many guys we have on the squad, right? If a D line just happens to fall in our lap in the second, second or first round, and we say, you know what, we can't pass up on them. What are you going to do? You got to move somebody. And if you're going to move somebody, that would be the guy for me. That would be AJ Epinesa. But for someone that's going to be cut or released, I'm looking at Jordan Fields only because we have so many guys on the squad. And if a younger guy comes up and is available, shoot, you got it. You can't, you can't move away from it. You got it. You got to jump on it. You got to take it. Um, yeah. So in that, well, that, Rico, just, just, to, just to kind of piggyback on it. I mean, you know, yeah. Jordan Phillips, man, when, when he was here, I mean, the, it was a contract year, but you know, he had nine and a half sacks. He did that year, that year. So, yeah, yeah, and you said I, it. I, it was, I agree. It was a what? what was it? It was a con. Yeah, it was a con. Was a definitely, contract it was a contract year. year. Yeah, but he he didn't do nowhere near that once he went to Arizona. No, he did not. Um, and guess who else was was uh, very successful in his contract year that you I mentioned that could get cut? Yeah, Shaq Lawson. Yeah. 
Shaq Lawson has six no and a half sacks or something like that. No doubt. It's a contract year. I'm just I'm just putting it out there, right? Uh, Bland, Terrence Bland comes in and says McKenzie is a surprise cut. McKenzie being a surprise cut. Now, now the contract, contract would say, yeah, they can get rid of him. But I think they consciously made an effort to bring him back onto mm-hmm. the squad. Uh, but like you said, it's a surprise cut. Like we didn't say it was a definite yeah. cut that could happen. Right. It would shock us, right? A lot of people have to think of that. What would surprise us? Say, holy crap, I didn't see that coming. Mr. Diggs comes in and says, yo, in my opinion, I've noticed the process has no room for friendship. <laughs> Listen, the process never has any room for friendship. <laughs> right? the, pro- the process is really trust my business, my business mode, my, my business model. Trust yeah. my business model. Trust me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Trust, pr- trust my business model. And my business model was to freaking get rid of all the dead cap that we had. I had yeah. no choice, right? I came into a situation that was great for me. I got to move on from a few players. Sammy Watkins, Ronald Darby being one of them. He made some moves, right? Trust my business motto. All right. Now I'm going to start getting big time receivers, guys with big reach, right? Benjamin comes in. I'm going to help my rookie <laughs> quarterback with guys that have like, Andre <laughs> Holmes is one of the guys. Andre Holmes. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Benjamin, long reach, contested catch guys because my quarterback wasn't accurate. So if I'm not, I don't have an accurate quarterback, at least if I get big catch radius guys, that'll work out. That didn't work out. So what was his business model? Trust my business model. I'm going to get smaller, quicker guys. Cole Beasley, John Brown, right? So then we start building on the defense and building all those things. So you see what the business model is. But is there friendship in it? Hell no, there's no friendship. And Jordan Poyer could be on the end of finding out how friendly Brandon Bean is uh, going forward. And I got to give a shout out to oh, man. Kevin has been working overtime on Twitter, stirring up the pot when it comes <clears throat> to Jordan yeah. Poyer. He's all Twitter fingering it up. Hey, guys, Bills fans don't really appreciate you know, Jordan Poyer and all the hard work he puts in. He tags Jordan Poyer, yeah. right? He, you know what I mean? He tags Rachel Bush. Kevin, your tweets are amazing. You have the best tweets ever. Kevin's yo, did she say that? Yes, she responded. Yeah, he's not the only one. Somebody (laughs) tweeted that they would they would trade, um, they they would I I forget what it was. It it was it was ridiculous, but Poyer liked it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I I, something I saw it. Some, some weird BS trade scenario and Poyer liked it. I don't know what that. Oh, like, yeah. Doesn't it seem like Rachel Bush kind of speaks for him sometimes? I think like, so. Yeah. What his thoughts like come me, out yeah. through her? Yeah. Well, wouldn't your lady speak for you if you can't really say what you need to? And you listen, Jordan Poyer, any you guys, you have your lady. You have mm-hmm. your lady. Sometimes we sit and we have pillow talk and we talk about maybe the job is annoying, man. Yeah, of course. Like, whatever. And, and some bullshit. So they have all your inner thoughts. Right, so yeah, he may but not she just she just puts him on for all the world yeah, to see. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Be, yeah. It's a difference. Yeah, for pillow Listen. talk is one thing, but put it on Twitter for. I mean, and and like I said, unless like you said, Rico, which which could be the case, she's speaking for him because you know he don't want to like let her be the bag person, right? You know, yes, and he, and he just kind of sits yeah. back and, and, and is the professional because she doesn't uh, care. I mean, she she right. yeah, she will yeah. say anything, and I I respect exactly. that about her. I really do. Yeah, I, I respect it too. But there comes a time where you're like, okay, man, this is not good for business. Agreed. No, you putting on my stuff. And that's out. what I wonder. Like right now, you know, I I, I do wonder that sometimes. I wonder because that's a, a question I would love to know from him, like sincerely. Is that like one? Do you ever discuss the situation online with your wife? Like, 
because she's constantly voicing what seems to be a very polarizing opinion. I always wondered if he was like all in on that or if he had a problem with it and just wouldn't say anything, if that's his thoughts. There's a lot there. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, yeah. I mean, she no always telling. she's always saying saying exactly what it is she feels. I just wonder if if sometimes that is exactly what he's feeling too or not. It's it's it always yeah, makes me kind I, of I, think I, about I it. I feel like I feel well, I don't know. I can't speak about everybody's marriage, so I'm not going to jump into that. I mean, I would say like you I mean, you know, I think if it was a problem, it would have been addressed. I think you're you probably right. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, just because it's like, look, look you messing with my career here. You know what I'm saying? If, if you messing with, you, yeah. you know, so I, I think I think there would be, a, a, you know, some type of agreement. But with him, that's I no mean, agreement with Mahomes' wife, though, as of yet. So, oh, buddy. <laughs> well, he did, tell her oh, buddy. he did tell her to calm your ass down. No more of this bullshit. <laughs> you and my little brother, y'all need to F off with this little TikTok nonsense y'all be doing. Cut it out. It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I think when it comes to Rachel Bush, I just think that she's a she's a type of way that most people are and they don't know how to deal with it. And that's just she just says she she's just being honest with how she yeah, feels, facts. whether you disagree with her or not. People don't like that. I, I, sometimes person to be totally honest with you, i'm envious of that sometimes i wish that i would just say it how it is because you know how it is everybody in life they always say you got to play the game sometimes well there's some people who don't do that and i guess when you're as successful as she and her husband are why would you so i get it you know what i mean i just yeah. have always wondered if that was his feelings as well on the things she she would speak on or if that's just hers and he just kind of has his own thoughts yeah. and, I mean, and that's be, that I mean, you know yeah good good cop bad cop yeah, I, I will say I listen, we've we've I, anybody in the chat right right now with your with your spouse, like you guys have a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend. You've been in situations where your spouse knows you very well and they know how to get you out of a situation always. Right. So you could be in the grocery store and you walk up and somebody's like, hey, Z-Bot, remember me? I was at and she knows you can't stand that person. Yeah. She will not let you bury yourself. She'll come over and say, hey, honey, can you come uh, help me with uh, the uh, the cotton balls over here? Because I'm looking for uh, to wipe my makeup off or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. Gone. She saved you. So little little instances like this. So Jordan Poyer, fuck, that guy just got paid. That guy just got paid. But I yeah. just had all yeah, no and this. And these guys are punking me like that. She's like, mm-hmm, I totally agree. Here I go. Right? <laughs> and now everybody is like, true. That's facts. And then you have a guy like yeah. Kevin that's like, I want him on my team. Man, the Bills don't respect you. If they respected you, they would have paid you like they would have paid that guy and that guy. And here you are. But you know what place that does yeah. want a safety? Miami. Isn't yeah. that? Like, Kevin, your tweets are amazing. And this, that, and the third. And <laughs> <Jordan> so Poirier, <laughs> petty, man. The only <laughs> thing I didn't like yeah. about it is she fired off a tweet about it like almost instantly after Diggs got paid. Like just when we dealt with that, which people were finding an issue with that too, just because, you know, Diggs is – Diggs is um he's a very confusing figure on Twitter. He's I don't think anything ever makes any sense. It's just random crap. But he started tweeting out what seemed to be like code and people were like, "Oh, he's leaving." And we finally signed him because people were freaking out about it. And then it felt like immediately then it was on to Poyer. You know what I mean? It was on yeah. to Poyer. And he and he has every right to feel the way he feels. And let's be let's be real. Yeah. He's earned he's earned his money. He's earned this. The the question is has he earned it with Buffalo? Right, has he I think it? so. But yeah, the problem he, is, I has he? You said, yeah. I mean, when I say when I say has he, not because has he earned it because of his skill set. His skill set has oh. earned him the paycheck. But yeah. does, is the paycheck going to come from Buffalo? That's <sighs> what I'm trying to figure out. It's so tough because man, I would hate to. I would hate to lose part. Like you said, 
this defense and this team, frankly, isn't the same without Hyde and Poyer. Not only that, yeah. you're yeah. talking easily one of the most underrated tandems in all of the league, those two. They don't get any respect or not nearly as much as they should. And I think that that is not lost on them. I know that for right. a fact. You can just tell. And I think that this is probably, if I were to guess, you couple that with the fact the contract hasn't been put in place. And I'm guessing that that probably just adds salt to the wound because these guys aren't respected enough as it is. And then the whole thing with Jerry Sullivan last year, we know that didn't sit well because it, mm -hmm. it was the first thing that came to his mind after they rolled the Patriots. That was, that was like his main right. thought. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's definitely earned it, but I think that there's an element of, you know, a thought process that feels as though that he has not been respected. And I, I'd have to agree, not from Bills fans or the Bills community or the Bills in general, but league-wide. I mean, when you're talking about the best of the best at those positions, those two should come up, and I feel like oftentimes they don't. And uh, when it comes down to money, that stuff factors in. I think that factors in a lot. And I'm sure right now that's probably a big, a big problem on the mind of Jordan Poyer. You already feel disrespected and underrated, and now you're not going to get paid by the team you're with. I could see it being a problem for sure. Oh, and so isn't it, it like? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was, I'll just, just to jump on this poor thing real quick. I mean, imagine for a second if something doesn't happen. Can, can you foresee a, a trade happening? Um, you know, to another. T I, I don't. I don't see another a trade like within the division. But I was just thinking, like, dang, like poor. It seems like something that that Bill Belichick would be like licking his chops. To get his hands upon, right? I mean, like, like, like Stephon Gilmore at the time, but obviously, you know, he was a he was a free agent. But I'm just like thinking, like, dang man, I don't want to lose Poyer. That guy is the he is. I would say he's the he is the leader on the defense mm -hmm. by by a long shot. I don't think there's anybody else on this defense. I know we would like Tremaine Evans to be the guy, but he's not. It's 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 Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer is the leader, and he is the emotional leader. On the, did you guys see that clip when we were playing the play when we were yeah, playing? Yeah, the I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Yo, if I get fired up to this day watching that clip, I'm like, yo, I'm ready to run through a freaking brick wall when I see that. So that guy needs to get paid. My I love only, him. The only thing I have against that is, is, is just the timing of it. It's like, it's, it, it just seems, and just like what you said, but like, like, yo, why did you not let Diggs have his moment, right? Like, like Diggs got, like, congratulate your brother, right? Like, let him have his moment. You know, uh, let his agent talk to the talk, talk to the bills and whatever, and just trust the process. Maybe that, you know, he's, 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 he's coming next, but, but to jump up there and just like steal the moment from Diggs, it just seemed ill-timed and uh, somewhat selfish to me. I'm not saying that's hey, poor. You're being selfish. Is it, You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get his business, but it's just the timing aspect of it to me that kind of like, I'm like, all right, all right. I, I mean, come on now. Really? Right now. You know, and, a, then, and then Bean said like, Hey, you, you can't pay everybody. You can't. You can't pay everybody. And here's I just I just put up a list of the top paid safeties in the game, right? So Jamal Adams at 27 years old, uh, getting paid big time money, right? Uh, he's sitting at a 17.5 year average. All right. So let's all scroll all the way down to the bills. And right now, Jordan Poyer is being paid 9.7 mil a year. And we I think we've spoken this about about this before. So if he's getting an extension. Where does his extension belong? Is he on Kevin Byard's level? At 14 mil, because I think Kevin Byard is one of the oh. best safeties in the league, if not the best safety in the league. All right. Kevin Byard is at 14 mil. Buddha Baker is at 14 mil. Is he in the 14 mil? Is he is he worth the 14 mil 
right now. 14. Man, he's a, he's up there, man, to me. Question. I, that's tough. Yeah. Qu- question. I love, man. I love me some Poyer. So, you guys, just don't, don't come for me. But is Poyer's is, – is Poyer more is, – is, is his value based upon him playing beside Micah Hyde? You see what I'm saying? Like, or is, is he that dude apart from Hyde? And I and I guess you I mean the both I mean you can say the the same for both of them like are yeah, they these dudes? Let me ask sad? the real question you want to ask. D- that's my question. Nah, no, no, like, ask the damn real question you want to ask. Who's who's worth it? <laughs> Basically, if you had to choose between both, if one, you had to choose between the two, know, yeah, which one are you picking? For me, I'm still picking Poyer. Right? Really? I, yeah, yeah. I'm still picking Poyer. just because man, he brings another element. Like I love Poyer, man. He is. He is a dynamic defensive player on this team, and he brings that that leadership capability. Not saying that Hyde is not a leader, you know what I'm saying? But for the defense, man, he 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 gets them, and he can he, he he can cover and he can come and and lay somebody out in the, in, in the ground game. And we've seen Micah Hyde sometimes, you know, he gets run over, but but nevertheless, but I I, I like Poyer, man. Um, it, is it but but, but is, is his value though apart from apart from Hyde though? You know what I'm saying? Is it the same? Does, does that make sense? I, it, it totally makes sense what you're saying. And the va- value is what you got to look at. Bean's got to look at both of them. Okay, I got two safeties together. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is a business. And I, got, I'm, I'm gonna, I was going to have to come to a point where I got to keep one over the other. Who's the, 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 the leader, the quarterback of that defense? It's Poyer, man. Is it Poyer? I love Hyde, man. argument that it's Hyde. Hides the quarterback of that defense. He's the one that got everybody lined up in the backfield. Yo, check this, check that, right? Can you input, can you take Poyer out and, and put in another safety like Jaquan Johnson or even draft a safety, a top dog in, in like Kyle Ham- I think he's a Cam- Hamilton? Well, you may, right now? Yeah. If Hamilton yeah. drops. Are they going to skip on Hamilton or are they going to grab Hamilton? I don't know. I don't want to get too much into it because that's a topic for another day. He might just get signed tomorrow and we're sitting here talking about this stuff. So we'll leave leave it at that. So before we get out of here, we got to do the the, the one thing that we we do all the time. And uh, this time we will try to be serious GMs this time around. And it's the the mock draft. (laughs) Boss like, yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, It is the mock. We're going to do a mock draft. And... uh, before we get out of here so folks uh bear with us while we while we get this thing popping here we're gonna share this screen and we're gonna get Yo. right in uh that being said zbot Jahan Dotson. i was listening to, i was looking at Jahan dotson man yo my boy can play yeah. man yo he can play yeah, man. man you you got me on well, uh dotson man to me what's all, the most uh, impressive element of him is that the quarterback play there was so weak what he was able to do with that i just couldn't imagine how good it could possibly be if you had somebody like Allen throwing on the ball. Listen, it would be a pretty, it'd be, it'd be pretty nasty. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm not going to lie. So here we go, folks. We're going to get right into it. No holes barred. We're going to see what is available. I'm going to go full screen so everybody can see. They don't need to see our faces. Let's get them a, a full shot. So here we are. Traylon, Bur- you know, listen, I was looking at some mock drafts and I've seen some guys give us Traylon Burks at, at the 25th pick. So Andrew Booth, Nicobe Dean's available. Linebacker Pierre would be all over this if you mm-hmm. could. Uh, there's David Ojabo that tore his ACL. There's Devontae Wyatt, right? So that I mean, this is where yeah, man. What do we do, right? Kenyon Green, Zion Johnson's there. There's Jahan oh, Dotson. Um, seen. I, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna play we're gonna play coy, and we're gonna go with uh, with a corner. 
because I think everybody, the consensus is the cold corner corner is the right way to go. Uh, I like the Kyrie Elam pick. I'm a fan of Kyrie. I think he's mm-hmm. a solid big boy, can run, can stay, and he's physical. Um, but for the most part, let's go with uh, let's go. I'm with down Kyle. with I'm I'm down with that. Oh, you're gonna go Kyler Gordon, or, or do you want to go with Kyrie? Uh, I like that Kyrie pick. Let's go Kyrie. What yeah, about Booth though? What do you like about Kyrie more than Booth? Just out of curiosity. Okay, so t- for me, Kyrie, uh, he's the type of back. Um, uh, defense back that he's physical he will go in and tackle and that's what mcdermott wants he wants a corner that will become physical and can cover and he's lanky he's lanky and tall and he's mm-hmm. got a nice four three speed so to me physical can run and is lanky enough that i can stay with these top top dogs in one-on-one coverage you can't go wrong with that that's that's yeah. the, what i like uh, about him i don't know about you uh uh rev but uh, that's what i like about Kyrie. yeah i I, th- I think either one of those guys man i'm i'm, I'm cool with there you go. Either one because yeah, because they're both. I mean, they're both extremely physical, and, and that's what that's what Bean is looking for. That's another interesting aspect of this too. To be interesting when it does come down to the choice, why they made that choice, I I would Ooh. love to know. You know, it's all about fit. It's all about fit. So right now we're in the second round. We got Travis Jones available. Man, if we didn't draft any of those guys, uh, excuse me, uh, sign Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, man, Travis Jones would be a freaking ideal pick right here at that pick 57. So right now we're at pick 57, Perion Winfrey's available. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love Perion. These halls there. Uh, Sky Moore is there. Do, are we going receiver? Would you go receiver in the second round? I, I think you have to, man. I think, yeah. um, I think you've got to, because you've got to, you've got to load up. I mean, yeah. I mean, besides you got Diggs and you've got, uh, you've got, you've got my man Gabe Davis, but I'm still looking at, at Jameson Crowder. And and uh, my man, a little dirty there. They're on short term deals, man. We got to get a guy who can come in there because uh, nowadays, I mean, you, it's it's three deep. Yeah, it's three deep. So I, I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at Sky Moore, and I'm looking at John Mechie right now. Uh, how does the chat feel about going receiver in the second? But uh, your boy, your boy Hall's there. I, well, yeah, listen, you guys know, but it, it's not a it's not a Rico draft. This is a a. I know, a, but the same question you're asking about the wide receiver position could also be said for the running back position. I think too. I mean, if you're talking long term here, it's pretty obvious the long term goal is not what's what's available right now. Uh, th- there's got to come a point in time where a move is made for a long term running back, whether that's in the draft or not. But you'd have to think at some you know point what? you did. But but you didn't have to say much to me, man. You saw it. It's over. It's over. Just, Rico just, Rico's like you had me at running back. Well, you know, Rev put out this video earlier, and and he was talking about the run game and amplifying the offense. And I and the the, the thing that comes down to it comes down to for me, I just want to know what this offense is like with a solidified RB one. I just want to know what it looks yes. like. You know, exactly. and this is where we got. Now here's here, and a lot of people are like, "Why would you grab the running back in the first round?" Let me explain to you why. Me personally will grab a running back in the first round. We picked 57. It's not like we pick 32 or 37. Yeah, no. man, that's a huge. All huge those difference. guys are gone by then. So if you don't grab your running back, your true RB one early, you have no you have no shot at grabbing. Yeah. You know, what I mean, a guy like Brees Hall. So you have to grab him early because those guys are gone. Kenneth Walker's gone. Brees Hall is gone. So unless yeah. you're okay with foregoing those two guys and going with a third tier, like a Pierre Strong, or you want to go mm-hmm. with a, a, a James, a James Cook, James Cook, or those guys, yeah, then fine. But yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I'm not over that. So I'm gonna yeah, grab my I, right. Yeah, there. and I agree, Rico, because I mean, because you think about it, if if those two guys are on the radar and they pass them on 25, and you say, and, and people are like, are like, well, you can just get them in the second round. Well, you can have trade up some assets to get them. 
Heck yeah. some, some valuable assets to trade up into round two. So why not get them at 25 when you, when you, and you don't have to trade anything? Now, now look at this. Troy Anderson is available. I Listen, I don't know about you guys, but I'm all over Troy Anderson. Uh, if we have my, I have a running back, I have a corner, and we don't know what's going on with, with our guy, uh, Mr. Tremaine Edmonds, it's either grabbing Troy Anderson or I'm going Bryant, but I'm going to go with Troy Anderson from Montana oh, State. Hold, hold on, hold on, Rick. Let me, no, let me, no, see, the, let me no. see the wide receivers, man. Let me see. The, because it's, it's going to get extremely thin real quick. Yeah. All right. So we got Wondell Robinson, which is good. I looked into Robin and Robinson. He's nice like that. Alec Pierce. Alec is Pierce solid. is very good. Very um, good. Yeah, and, then and, he, and he's a big boy who, who can so run. you need to grab one of these four. And, and Khalil Shakir is nice, too, in the slot. W- Wandell Robinson is a slot guy. He's a smaller dude, though. Yeah, he is a small um, Man, I, I like, man, look, for me, I like Alec Pierce. I like what's, Alec what's, Pierce. What's he he can run rounds, too. But you're probably looking for a guy in the slot. And I'm not too sure he's a slot guy. Guy Calvin Austin is, is coming up in the chat. Um, I mean, Wandell Robinson, he, he can do the same thing, too. Absolutely. And I, I, we got the... I think one of our guys is uh, chatting. He says, "Yo, Rev made a good point on Twitter, man. There was a lot of t- there's a ton of smoke last mm-hmm. year with years uh, with the Bills going either Travis Etienne or Najee Harris last year. Wouldn't be surprised if B finally gets his guy in the yeah, first no round. Doubt. So it, yeah, that's interesting. Possible. So who we who we who we taking in the in the third round, guys? Are we going Shakir? Right, let's Shakir. Some, uh, all right, J- I, I think I think it's wide receiver. So so let's let's Me see too. who, who we can get in the, in the chat. Wide receiver. Okay, let's go look. Let's go look at the. Right, uh, so the we got we got Shakir. We got one for Shakir. One for Austin. Yeah. So we got Wandell Robinson, uh, Calvin Austin. Are we, are all we right, right. I've got Calvin two for Calvin Austin. Are we off on Calvin Austin, the speedster? He's a I mean, great he, route runner. He can get in and out of breaks, and he's fast as heck. So that's hold on. yeah. Let me yeah yeah. Let me let me. I'm I'm thinking we're gonna lean towards Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin. I mean, let's see what the chat is saying. Are we are we good on Calvin Austin? I'm looking at the Calvin. Everybody's saying Calvin Austin. Yeah, I see him twice. Our receiver's deep. So so I think what he's trying to say, Bobby's trying to say is, yo, we may not even need to go re- receiver right off the bat. Let's go with something else. But some people are talking about Bellas Jones. Well, I think what about, what what about punt man? guy? What about punt guy right now? Oh, are we thinking about no. pulling the trig? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the Brandon Bean had said when he talked, with, I think it was, it, was, it was a recent presser, he was talking about speed, man. And he was like, man, look, look, Tyreek Hill, you can't, you can't duplicate that. I mean, you want to have a guy like that. What, here's the way Calvin Austin is, a, I mean, what, sub 4-3 guy? Let me, let me tell you something that, uh, that uh, Brandon B said, and this is what's going to form my, my position. He says, Going forward, the the receiver position is a position that's always going to be deep, no matter what. So we will be able to find a, re, a receiver uh, in the third on third day. So to me, mm. I'm going with I'm going with uh, linebacker in this position, and we're going to shore up that linebacker position. We go with Troy Anderson. I'm taking the uh, the 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 pick on that because I think we're going to have a good receiver next round. And we're about to find out. Watch me. I hope so, man. Because man, if Diggs goes down, if Diggs or Davis goes down, man, we're gonna be in trouble. I'm about to get cooked right now. That is true. That's what we got. So we got Kyle Phillips is still there. Taekwon Speaster, Thornton is still there. Bull Melton, Danny Gray. Uh, so this is we need speed. I mean, Taekwon Thornton. I mean, he brings speed, but I I don't know if he's any more than than Marquez Stevenson. You know, I mean, he's a speedster, but so is so. I mean, so is Stevenson. But I mean, of course, um, Thornton is a lot faster. But you know. I mean, are you just drafting a guy just, just for speed? I mean, just for speed alone? I mean, look. Dang. I mean, it, it, it got, they got right in. Interior linemen, we got, oh, we got what? Lidstrom from Boston College. And we got the Luke Fortner. I've been, I've been hearing some things about Luke Fortner. 
I think it's crazy. Marcus Hayes is Jurgen around or is Jurgen gone? Jurgen's probably gone. So I mean, and Donovan West is there too. So I mean, we we do have some some choices. You're getting pretty low. You're scrolling You're down pretty far. Sure. So yes. Listen, like, hold on. What are we looking at right now? So right now we have Kyir Elam, Brees Hall, and then we got Troy Anderson. So corner, we got our corner. So right now, receiver is where we need to go. We need to find a speedster receiver. So <laughs> if I'm a receiver, we're gonna go with Taekwon. Taekwon Thornton, if we want to get that speed. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, we we gotta get some speed. Kyle Phillips is a good. I mean, he's he's a he's actually a um. He's a slot guy, and he's like a bigger Cole Beasley. I don't think he's as twitchy as Cole is, but that's another guy you can look oh, at. But, but yeah, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, get get blazing speed. We got to get fast. We got to get fast. <laughs> Somebody said, "Yo, Rico, you blew it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But, yo, my man, dog. I mean, you blew it. I I blew it. <laughs> you pissed off. You pissed off, Richie boy. Rich is pissed. Rich is pissed. Where's he? Rich is pissed. What did he say, man? the booch. <laughs> So let, let's go with Taekwon. We go Taekwon, we go or Phillips. Taekwon? We'll go man. Taekwon. Yeah, all right. We'll just go, go ahead and do it, man. At this point, man. Yeah, it's, it's the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. You blew it, kid. <laughs> so right now, we don't have a guard. So there's Jurgens. I'll be grabbing Jurgens right this at this point right now um, in terms of getting a, a, an interior lineman to back up, swing between left and right. So I'm, I'm going to go Jurgens. Look this at is my man Zion. Oh, man. Double you want another corner? Double dip at corner? Yeah, you they're design. gonna do it. Yeah. You got, I think they're gonna do it at some point. Hey, listen, listen. Do, I'm getting it. If Ziba said go get it, he said, he and said you go Rico, get it. if I if I say it, you know damn well I know my shit. So hey, <laughs> there's Jurgens. When Ziba said, "Yo, you need a running back, man," He's, that's all he needed to tell me. Get yeah, the running back, dude. You didn't even you didn't even speak. You just did it and moved on. I, I mean, you were so yeah. ready. And here's there's, the, here's there's your Jurgens. There's the Jurgens guy. So we're gonna get Jurgens right here. Boom. And now this is where the chat can chime in and say, yo, what, what do we do? What do we got next? What's punk happening? It, you want to go punk? Oh, it's it's punk God, I'm willing to trade the farm. I mean, I'm <laughs> ready for punk God, baby. Where's the, where's I the am ready, man. Where's he at, man? You want to talk been, about it getting excited over a pick. <laughs> punk God. And I'll tell you what. Buffalo, there's just like certain people who fit in Buffalo. A punter named Punk God would just it, it would be electric in buffalo you know what i mean it would just be Wait, great here's the deal punk god has already been chosen and we're in god, the oh man yo psa i really i really want to hear a show of bot talking draft prospects no you don't no you do not I'm trying It'd be to like that it. segment on Key and Peel where they're just reading off the most random names of all time. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the Absolutely. Key and Peel skit, or the, uh, yeah. the Sunday night intro. That that's what it would be. I'm, oh, I'm looking to see where he even got chosen, and I don't see I don't see him at He's all. Probably around oh, five, maybe. What round are we in? <laughs> Pierre is dogging me. I'm sitting here like a like a dog with my my towel between my legs. I'm like, yeah, whatever you guys think. <laughs> Sure, Rico, running back. Yeah, you got me sold, bud. <laughs> I don't see the punk guy anywhere. So oh, he's I'm gone, man. Where he's at. But either way, if we were to grab the punter at this point, we would we we could get away with having a punter at this oh, point. Man. But long story short, folks, I just I didn't want to go too far in. I mean, we're at six picks. So Look, well at see. the end of the day, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think, big guy? Talk to I'm me. thinking punt God at 25 and the rest, the rest is hearsay and we'll just let it all figure itself out. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 who, 
Who was that guy? Who was that kicker that I think I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected a guy in like the second round? It was like a few years a few years ago. You know what? Well, so what did Sebastian Janikowski went in the first round, right? I think he's one of the only ones. If I remember, I, I can't remember. There's a there's a, I think there's one. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with a guy named Gunter. So uh, wow, yeah, I need that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah no, Sebastian Janikowski was drafted seventeenth overall in two thousand. Seventeenth overall. Was it? Did that guy stay for like? And you're telling me we can get punt out at twenty five, boys? I mean, this is looking better <laughs> by the second. Well, let me ask you this though, for real quick: Is it at the end of the day when you look at his career, was it worth it to draft him in the first round? I mean, he is a legend. Janikowski yeah, goaded, but God damn, 17? I don't know, is, is man. Crazy. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy. So I'm going to go Elijah Hicks and grab a safety right here. And uh, and then we're just going to finish it up by grabbing uh, Noah Ellis. You know what I'm saying? Defense. Oh, you know what? We'll grab a, we'll grab a the South Dakota State. Uh, Chris will, will call whatever his name is. Ola Kondun. Ola Duncan. Whatever his name is. So here I it is. It. Uh, there's our draft. So we got Kyrie in the first. We got Brees Hall in the second, Troy Anderson in the third, and then we went with some speed receiver at Tyquan at Thornton. And don't forget, man, in the fourth round, we got Gabe Davis. So, I mean, listen, Tyquan could be that dude. And then now uh, we, we finished off with a bit of uh, Jurgens and uh, and Zion with a punter, Elijah Hicks, and we'll call it a day. And that's that's the way we're going to call it, folks. Uh, I'm all in. If not for... If not for my guy Zbot with his in tune with the draft and telling us who to go with, and I'm like the Buddha with the draft, man. It's just I'm, I'm one with it. You know what I mean? I'll tell you. <laughs> I, and this is the I believe this is the second week we've been all fired. So uh, <laughs> and that's another thing I don't like about this too is that we oh, just man, you, you, like, everybody hates you when you do it. That's another reason why it's just not fun. You know what? Yo, was, man, yeah, if we're having fun, guys, this is all now. Fun, if man. we took pun God, I think it would be fun. I mean, it might not be the smartest choice, but it would be fun. You know what I mean? I gotta say this though. If you remember, I, I and before we get out of here, I need to know if you guys remember this. Do you remember the feeling you had the last two years drafting? Last year, first round, when we made our first round pick, were you like, I'm excited? Or were you kind of like, <sighs> and no, nah, I was confused as is all get okay. out, man. Okay, so fine. The year before that, we make our draft, right? Was it uh, the, the year we that brought was, in? That was, in that was the uh, year we had, Vanessa, we had right? first round pick. Second yeah, round. Yeah, Epinesa. And you, we drafted oh, Epinesa. No. Weren't you like, no, I'll, bro, I was want to throw up. Okay, so this year is going to be no different. Well, 2020, we didn't even have a first round, so I that that wasn't. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. I was excited about Rousseau though, because I felt like that was a big need. You weren't weren't not excited about that. I know I wasn't. Well, I'll say this: I was excited about the fact that he was like a total freak, and we've seen that play out decently well for Bean. And I just felt like at that position, like you know, we needed help, but it, it, you know, it's. It's so hard. You, 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 you can't expect, and this is like my problem too. You, you get your DN guy and you want everybody to be, you know, the next lethal guy in the league coming off the edge. And it's just, it's a, it's just not happening. It's very, very rare to find it, and you know? And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, we're doing all these mock drafts and we're getting excited for this guy and that guy. And I'm like, the last three drafts that we've had, I came out of it like, fuck, no. I even came out of it the way when yeah. we drafted Josh Allen. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, well, you want like not 
Well, no, so did I. So did I. I. A lot of us no lie. I went to Rosen. I'm not even going to lie. So did I, because I'm a damn idiot. That's why I don't talk Exactly, but exactly. What the hell do I know? I'm a freaking moron. Jack, chances are we're going to be disappointed in the pick that that McDermott and Brandon Bean go after. We're only going to talk ourselves into it, right? Oh, wait, let me go look at this guy up on YouTube. Is that what we do? Read some articles, read some. It's immediately what I do. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? Trey White. What? Didn't who, know who he was. Yes. Oh, boy. This one is, is in her bag. You're in your bag? Oh, boy. We, we, did she sneak into the pantry like she said she was going oh. to? Did she? I, I am going to. We're just but we're just wrapping up right now. <laughs> uh, we, we just got fired. So <laughs> we're, our pink slips are waiting for us. So I, we've uh, gotten fired so many times. I don't know yeah, how the hell we're getting rehired all the, all the time. here. How do we keep getting a job? I, I think they think we're cute. I think we're cute. So it's eye candy. So uh, we're here, guys. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So uh, folks, um, this man right there. We we are going. Yeah, this this guy, this cute guy right there. Yes, this just screams cute. When you look at man, me, look. the first thing you think is cute. Oh, oh, quick story about that. By the way, you want to hear something funny? Speaking of like one word, and it's not cute. I, my girlfriend Caroline, uh, her aunt. I, we've been dating for six years. The first time she saw me, and you know, I got the beard and whatever. I look older than I am. You want to know what her one word to describe me was when she like first saw a picture of me? She goes, "Adorable." No, no, no. He goes, she, I'll never forget this. This was like six years ago. She goes, oh, he's very rugged looking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she said? <laughs> so all rugged. the time, that's like my, that's like her and I, that's our like, little thing? catchphrase. Mr. Rugged. Yeah, you look very rugged this evening. Have you ever been called rugged in your life? And I thought to myself, like, you want to know what? That's that's actually not bad. That was not, not a bad word choice. Like no, it's like it's like she's saying what? What is she saying? She says he's very rugged. Well, he's a very rugged individual. Manly. You know? Maybe he's, she's saying you're manly. You're manly. You're rugged. That's what you want. Remember that, you remember that one time the guy, the the Pats fan, came into the chat and and called me a human gummy bear, and and I I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my entire life. <laughs> human gummy bear. I've never you said what? So me, this was like two years ago, and there was some Pats fan or something. We were cooking one of these teams, and one of the fans comes in. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I, I'll just mosey down to the chat, and the guy goes, that bot guy looks like a human gummy bear. And I, dude, I literally <laughs> started wheezing, dude. I've never, I don't know how people come up with this stuff, truly, but <laughs> that one was my all-time favorite ever. See, well, wifey said some people oh, do man. look like gummy bears. Does Zeebo well, look like a gummy bear? No. What flavor? You can be honest. You can be honest. What flavor? Then somebody said I look like the worst tasting gummy bear of all time, and then that was that was that was a little hurtful. I mean, that one hurt. You know, (laughs) I can't. I can't call it. I don't know, man. Rab, if Blueberry. I was a, if I was a gummy bear, what flavor would I be? I hate to put oh, you on the spot. <laughs> we going this road? We going down here? All right. Wifey said the red one. You're, you're well, a little, yeah, oh. I got a little rosacea. It's the Irish in me, you know. Plus, yeah, I got these know. lights on me, and oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I see it. Give him a flavor. What flavor would it be? Orange. Make a flavor up. Oh, all right. Make one up. Make one up. I did. I said orange. Something that you wouldn't see in a in a in blueberry. A... Well, blueberry is fair. I got the look going tonight. Yeah. That's for sure. Give it something exotic. Give it an exotic taste. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like. Boysenberry, something ridiculous. You know what I mean? That you don't even know what it tastes like. Okay. Would it be? Would it be like a cotton candy? Mango. Man, I was about to say mango. Yeah. Think uh-huh. of cotton candy. Mango. Look at this. The show is derailed so much. We're we're flavored. Yeah, this chat's popping off. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Dog said I look like a rusty mud flavored gummy bear. I, oh I, man. 
A Let ginger. Me tell you what? Somebody Gin- called. Yo, you guys are stupid. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yo, the chat, the chat is yo, somebody's a huckleberry. Oh no. A dip spit flavored gummy bear. That's how I'm starting my weekend off. Holy oh, shit. Oh my god, that Yo, that's great. <laughs> we, oh we, my we, god. We, we, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how yo, we got yo, yo, fear is like, yo, what, what is going is, on here? What is this? Oh my god. Thank oh, you. Man. That yeah. was great. That that well, one just made the list. It okay. certainly did. <laughs> oh we got the chat. God. We got the chat dying right now. Uh, and, uh, we had I love it. Moment. I love it. We didn't oh. even try to do two hours. We really didn't. But oh dang, yeah, no, are. no doubt. <laughs> here we are doing it. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was our show. This is the record report uh, with my guys. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, bravo! Oh man, the show. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, I'm gonna tell you this, man. Oh snap! These are the ways you gotta end the show. You gotta end the show with a good laugh. Yeah, that's what keeps people coming bad. back. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is the type of laugh you guys are gonna get when we do our draft day. So come on through. We're gonna have Kevin. We're gonna have my guy. Uh, Z-Bot's going to be here. Rev's going to be here. Listen, the whole squad's going to be here. Jump in. Don't miss out. Big time draft is happening. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Z-Bot, what do you got, what do you got come for us uh, on Monday? What do you got coming for us? Uh, you, uh, are, we, are we prepared for anything? Are we, are we just going to chill out and wait till news comes to us? What's happening? Well, I'm guessing by Monday, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm hoping, and I'd be shocked, I think, if, if we don't know of at least a rumor of a move or two, you got to think somebody's going to be moving up here. So hopefully Absolutely. we have that on Monday. And then the final mock drafts will be out. So on Monday, tune into the smoke break, 8 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to run through what all the experts' final choices uh, are for the Bills and see which one winds up coming to fruition. So uh, let's see here. Gummy bears or horse carcass, man. <laughs> I'm just getting I'm, – I'm in the trenches right now, boys. Good oh, God. Maybe I'll take Monday night off and then we'll see that during the draft. Yo, this is wild. My man, Rip, what you got Yo. on, on Sunday? Hey, I, man, look, I don't you. even know, fam. <laughs> to be honest. I don't even know, man. Like, I'm thinking about kind of doing a mock. I don't know. I haven't put out a mock, an official mock, you know, on the show. So I'm, I may do that. I don't know. Just, just, just stay tuned. I'll figure something out. But it's gonna be a yes, fire. sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen, you guys are gonna see me uh, on that Tuesday. Uh, I, I'm official. I'm gonna put a real decent mark out that'll try to appease everyone, which is never gonna happen. It's not gonna appease anybody. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, big loaded week next week. There's gonna be a bunch of rumors happening. So stay tuned. Thursday is the big draft day. We're all gonna be there. It's gonna be fun. We gotta get uh, we gotta get together and uh, and make this happen, man. And I'm gonna go look for some skull gummy bears. I want to see if they taste good. You know what I'm saying? Oh my Ask god! Caroline. Ask Caroline. Skull tastes good or not? Listen, God bless her. She uh, she she's got a sweet tooth apparently, and uh, and it's for skull gummy bears. <laughs> god Almighty! I'm getting that on a T-shirt, by the way. Uh, hey, Caroline, her mom man. makes shirts, and the last one I had her make me this one. On one of my videos, I had it made into a T-shirt. Some guy comment, and I, I will post this for people who don't believe me. But some guy commented on my YouTube video once. He said, I had to turn on videos of the Rwanda genocide just to get this guy off my screen. 
And I, I screenshotted it and she made it into a t-shirt. I'll post it later. That's, but this that's, one, that's, this one, that's the next shirt on the list. The Skull Gummy Bear. You sure. skull By the way, wifey said, uh, what did you say about the, the Skull Gummy Bear flavor for his wifey? She will spit not swallow is what she said. Hey, oh, <laughs> how do we top it? How do we top it? That is our show, Z-Bot, to oh, the man. bottom right here. I got my guy, Rev, and I got wifey that's out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to another edition of the <laughs> Yo, really? Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Sweet tooth, that boy, baby. <laughs> Yo, you guys are too much. Listen, Almost, this energy Thursday night when we're all together cracking up is going to be the best. Come join us. You better not drink because 25 is going to be a long way down the road. Bro, that can be a problem. Good God. So, until next time, it is me, my man z on the bottom, and my guy, Spitters No Quitters. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, here, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gone. Go Bills. Go Bills. Peace. Go Bills. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.